Hello, everybody, and welcome to Friends of the Force, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Brad. And I'm your host, Sarah. And happy May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, everybody. Hooray. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 Another year, another May the 4th air horn moment. Uh, We're back. I feel like the air horns really got to go hard for May the 4th. I know. It's the day, you know? It's when it really matters the most, truly. Right. Uh, But yes, we're here. We're celebrating Star Wars Day alongside all of you. Uh, If you are a first timer here on the podcast, this is our annual Friends of the 4th episode. Little did I know when I originated the name of the podcast that we could make such a fun, punny name for Star Wars Day for an episode. Like, that's just like an all around win for us now. You really just, um, I remember you at one point a, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, if you will, uh-huh. uh, showing me Indeed. like a list of names that you were thinking of when, like before the podcast even started. I'm really glad you went with Friends of the Force. I think that was a good one. Yeah. And it's got that alliteration thing that we like. Yeah, a yeah. Lot. Which we ended up just loving. And yeah. we eat it up. It's the uh, only friends way to name of the things, guys. Maintains that as well. So our Friends of the Fourth event, though. So what we do every year is we reflect on the last 365 days in Star Wars. So like May the 4th to May the 4th. It's a weird, it's a weird yearly calendar that only we subscribe to. Get with it. It's not going away anytime soon. It's the Star Wars fan calendar, as you could say. Right. Uh, and we look yeah, back yeah. at our, our top 10 favorite memories of the year so they're memories like within star wars itself or memories as a fan and the fan experience and we just talk about it and we gush for you know one two hours and it's a total vibe and we just we just we just talk it's it's very like casual did you this know episode. that a podcast is just talking i know believe listener it or not, and brad I know. very surprising <laughs> to me honestly um shocked if you will but uh but yeah we do the friends of the fourth episode and then typically we'll release like a couple uh, bonus episodes alongside this one um so yeah it's exciting and Keep we do have your ears we, out yeah we do actually have some today that we can we can finally discuss do you want to announce what we we have up on the pod feed today uh so we're really excited to bring to you uh a Young Jedi Adventures kind of review conversation as well as uh, interviews. Uh, so we had the Woo-hoo! opportunity, the pleasure of sitting down with some of the uh, creatives as well as the cast. And we are really, really excited to bring those to you. They were all so lovely and so delightful. And the show is so great, you guys. If you enjoy The Higher Public, if you have the little ones in your life, um, or even if you don't, it's a really fun show to sit down and just enjoy, take your mind off the world and dive into the higher public era with our new friends, Nubs, Kai Brightstar, and Liss. Yes. So amazing. I'm so ready for everybody to finally experience this. We had the opportunity to watch the seven episodes early and they were just such a joy. They all should be dropping today on May 4th. So you have those to check out. You also have Visions, Visions Volume 2 in its entirety. All nine episodes are out today. So yes. Visions Visions went global. Uh, we have animation short films from all over the world. And it's so exciting to get to see like what India has to offer Star Wars and like what France does and, and so many different cultures around the world. It's so, so exciting. And I honestly think like Visions is as good and possibly even better than the first season. The first season was incredible. It's a high bar to set. So go check those out. 
today and celebrate Star Wars in, in like appropriate fashion with these great new animated projects that we have to 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 devour and soak who, in. Who would have thunk that this May 4th would have been all about the animation? I know. I'm so delighted by that. And I will say we will also nice. have a conversation about visions on the podcast feed upcoming. Um date a little TBD on that, but we will have it. We're really, really enthusiastic to share all of our thoughts and uh, excitement on these episodes with you as well. So yeah. Yeah. Go check them out. Uh, they're, they're a great time, but, but yeah, May the 4th, another one in the books here. Uh, and we're also like coming up on our four year podcast anniversary, which makes this the friends of the fourth. It's the fourth friends of the fourth, fourth friends of the fourth. Yeah. It's the four for four. Right. That's right. Very important. You know, like last year was like the, it was interesting. Like last year was like the year of threes because it was our third year anniversary. It was, it was uh, we saw each other three times last year. Uh, it was a lot of threes. Three was the number this year. Maybe four is the number. So four is the number. What will, what will that entail? How many fours hmm. are we going to pop up with this year? You know? <laughs> right. Who knows? There's so many potentials. We have uh, in like almost a little under half, or a little over, pardon me, a little over half a year um, left of the calendar year. So there's a lot that could happen in terms of the number four. Oh, and there were three live action Star Wars TV shows last year. There was three wow. of those. Anyway, uh, this, yeah. this is getting to be a conspiracy at this point. Maybe four <laughs> times that Elzar Mann confesses but, his love to Avar Chris in the book Eye of Darkness. Wow. <laughs> Put that out into the universe, Brad. You say it. Yeah. Say it again. Put it into the universe, Brad. Again. Four times Elzar Man loses his pants in no. Eye of Darkness. I was saying love confessions. Different energy than pants losing. He could Sometimes. confess his love while also being absent of pants and trying to look for them. I mean. That is possible. It's the duality of Elzar Man. You know, Hi, every time I, I wonder. I love you, but also where are my pants? Every time, every time I wonder, like when you, when you t talk, <laughs> talk about this, like somebody will be listening for the first time and they're just like really not going to know. And I think about that, <laughs> like, like Brad, why are you so obsessed with Elzar Man with his pants off? Because it's, it's literally fucking it was an hilarious. Iconic, it was a, yeah, an iconic it's a great, moment. Great it was, moment. I mean, yeah, it was really peak Star Wars. Um, but I just find it so funny. Uh, there's going to be some time when somebody who's never heard you talk about that before be like, why the frick frack fuck is he bringing that up today? <laughs> well, go listen to our Rising Storm episode, uh, one of our favorites. But also, yeah, I have to bring up the most un-Jedi-like thing of a Jedi to do. Anyway. Friends, uh, <laughs> we have a really great episode for you today. Uh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> May the 4th. May the 4th is great. Uh, one of my favorite parts of May the 4th every year is the, uh, the queue on Shop Disney. And, mm. um, I don't know if you've bought things in, in prior years. I always go for the, the been there Starbucks mugs. Is there anything that you are hoping to pick up on May the 4th this year? Any finds, any May the 4th specific finds or any Star Wars items that you've been eyeballing and have wanted for a while. And you're just like Star Wars days, maybe the day to dabble in a little capitalism. No. <laughs> you I just say bought, that. I just bought a new <laughs> pair of glasses on the first day of my bank account like new statement okay mm. um and i will be in the middle of going to multiple concerts that i've spent a lot of money on <laughs> <laughs> so my wallet every time i like shell out some money i'm like oh this is pain i really should not be spending this no i was just on the shop disney website and 
there are some deals on some of the women of the galaxy merch that I really have been eyeing. So will I be purchasing it after this episode? Maybe. Um, but like if there, I I've bought a couple, I think of the been there mugs in the past, or maybe just last year I bought, um, I think I just bought crate or not crate. Mm. Uh, no, wait. Oh, uh, Octo. Octo. Did you buy the Octo one? Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I bought the sequel trilogy one. My, my you have apologies. to buy the TLJ one, especially. It, they yeah, haven't done TLJ. Crate though. Crate would be great. They should do Crate. Um, I don't yeah. know why I was thinking about Crate. I think I was choosing because I was like, oh, I can only afford one. Mm-hmm. And I got Octo. Anyway, clearly my brain is, I was trying to look for it behind me, but I think it's in the other room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Last so year's set was very good. Yeah. And was it, what was the third one? Uh, I think it was Navarro. Okay. That's what I thought too. Um, anyway, I would love Kashyyyk or Coruscant. Um, I am predictable and those are the ones I want. (laughs) Um, I, I would also love anything with Rose Tico on it. It's a tall ask these days. I understand (laughs) that, but like, that's what I'm looking for. Like that, that's the stuff that I want to pull into my collection. Um, Mm -hmm. or Wookiee stuff. Well, there's a, a black Kersen. Oh no! Don't, don't black series don't available to purchase. No, don't remind me about that. Yeah. No, Brad. Yes. Actually, also, we have no. Secrets of Wookies coming out this year. Oh yeah. You're gonna be like fed as a Wookiee fan this year. I That's think it's so the good year. for me. That's so good for me. This past year too has been good for Wookies. We got Gunji and the Bad Batch. Uh, we got Kersantan. Leslie Headland walking out on stage with a Wookiee. Yeah. Guys, you don't even understand. Like I cried, like I cried in public over that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As one should. Right, right. It's the only natural thing. I will. I'll talk about it later. One of the highlights of my year um, in our in our list. Little tease. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, There are multiple wiki moments on my list. Um, But yeah, Brad, is there anything that you're looking for? I know you mentioned the been there mugs, but is there anything else you're like, you know? Oh, I really want that. But I, before you do that, I will finish by saying I love a great deal. So if I see something that I'm like, oh, I'm kind of interested in that on like a really good discount, I will buy it. You know what you could buy also is the Uh-oh. mini edition of the Star Wars prequel archives by Paul Duncan. No, I already have the big one. Yeah, but now it you get the little, little one. You get the little one. It's like pocket size, not pocket size, but it's small. And if you want to go read it, instead of like carrying around a 25 book, 25 pound book in your house. To go sit in your armchair and point. maybe ruin it. You know, you can bring out the little mini one. Let me know if there's a deal on that, though. It's like $20, just so you know. I know, it's very but cheap. I, you have to understand, I like a, de- I like a deal. Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's on sale, maybe like 10, 15%, I'll let you know. But um, anybody out cool, there who cool. hasn't already gotten that book, which we mentioned it's on our best. Friends of the Fourth episode last year as a highlight, uh, purchasing that book, we mentioned it. Uh, you should go purchase it because the, the mini edition, is, I guess, again, is affordable. And it's filled with so many details about the behind the scenes making of the prequel trilogy. Mm. Paul Duncan does such an excellent job with his interviews. Uh, it is, I think, a must have for any prequel fan. Gorgeous photos. Gorgeous photos. My <laughs> eyes are currently set on the Doc Ondar Black Series figure that will be dropping on Shop Ooh. Disney. He's got like the holocron, the Sith and Jedi holocrons in his hands. The box is very like parks theme. So it's like if you went to the parks and got it, it's like a gray box with a nice illustration of Doc Ondar on it. Uh, it's lovely. It's a lovely figure. I'm a huge fan of parks merch, which I will get into in my highlights. A uh, little preview there. 
but yeah, I want that one. I'm obsessed with the Starbucks mugs. I've started to collect the Parks ones, but the Star Wars ones ever since they started, I've I've loved them and I have like this irrational fear which hopefully is disproved when this episode drops that they're not doing them this year and maybe they just gave up and they're just like, you know what, we've oh, ran out no. of ideas. We've tapped the well too much, which is not true. There's so many planets that you could do, but the exciting thing is they've done all the original trilogy planets. So like they have to do stuff from the sequels or from the prequels or from TV shows, which I will take mm. any one of those eras of Star Wars. Uh, right. Personally, you mentioned a couple like Coruscant, Kashyyyk, Mustafar are, are like the obvious mm-hmm. ones. Uh, I want Ferrix. Ooh. Imagine a Ferrix mug with like the glove wall and uh, the time grappler on it. Could you imagine? Oh, you, you would have to buy. The only I piece love, of Time guys, Grappler merch. I love the Time Grappler. <laughs> that will get a mention later. Like, yeah. I love the Time Grappler. Um, what if they made a Time yeah. Grappler Black Series figure? Would you buy it? If it came, like, with the thing, you know, like, with yeah. his thing yeah. and he's got yeah, the yeah. hammer? Yeah. 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 You have to, mm-hmm. right? He's a Time Grappler. Um, Be like a nice deluxe I, figure. Right. They need Do more Andor figures. We got, like, a couple that I pre-ordered, but I we need more. Christmas gift that to me, please. <laughs> um... Okay. I think another thing that I saw that's dropping today, which I was, I, my eye went, Ooh. And then I thought about it for 0.2 seconds. I was like, Sarah, you don't be stupid. Um, you know, in terms of my own wallet and like, you know, what I need in my life, but there's like a new Calcastus lightsaber hilt in a fancy box that's coming out. Yes. And I was like, Ooh, that's sexy. It is. It's nice. It's actually nicer than the one that they sell in the parks because it's, it's like I the thought. full the full double sided saber. I, I've been eyeballing that. I think that's going to run for like two fifty. It's too Which much. Is a, it's pretty expensive because when they did the Anakin and Obi-Wan version of that, where it was like you opened it up and it was like Revenge of the Sith theme. Right. That was like three hundred dollars. I think it was expensive. It was like three fifty. Yeah. Um, yeah. But those are I, worth it again, if you can afford it. Again, I am spending a lot of money these days, but I'm not made of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, no one, no, everybody knows careful. we're not made of money, but we, we have become Star Wars fans uh, and indulged in the capitalism of it all. And like, we are not sponsored here. This is not like our ad section where we like Hashtag use our promo code, spawn. Friends of the Fourth, to get. If like, anybody does want to sponsor us, <laughs> <laughs> we just genuinely get excited about like the exclusive, like, May the Fourth drops because they're usually yeah, pretty yeah. good and exciting. And, um, I need to add three more mugs to my 20 plus mug collection. So why not? Why not take up more cabinet space? <laughs> With Cries. like glasses you don't really use, you know? Like, I go through them pretty frequently because like I, I drink coffee. I work from home now. So like I'm getting so yeah, much like, use out but of like, them. Do you use like one a day and then rotate your whole collection over yeah. the month? Yeah. I put it in the dishwasher. Get ready. You know, once you I put it in the, the dishwasher rack, and then do you put it in the, the front of the cabinet? Like what about the one that's been sitting in the back of the cabinet? The Tatooine mug doesn't need that much love. Tatooine gets enough attention nowadays. Then why do you have Tatooine? You know? Because I'm a completionist. I'm a clown. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. There's lots to enjoy. Happy, happy capitalism. Happy Star Wars capitalism day uh, <laughs> to our fellow, fellow people who live in a society. Acknowledge it for what it is. <laughs> As much as anyway. it does bring us joy, this is a day, a day to buy things typically and to promote things. Um, and I wonder like what 
hasn't been announced. Maybe we'll get announced today. Maybe anything. I don't know. Maybe we'll get like a trailer for something. Yeah, don't get your hopes up, Brad. <laughs> you know, got a couple of dud years. Like <laughs> <laughs> last year, like, are they going to release a trailer for Obi Wan Kenobi? No. Although, no. did they last year? I don't think they did. I don't think. I they, don't think they did. No. I don't even remember that far back anymore, but I don't think so. Yeah, I can't remember what I did yesterday. Uh, but yeah, happy May the Fourth. I don't think we have much else to say besides thank you for joining us, and we hope that you indulge in the memories with us as we walk down memory lane and relive some of our favorite uh, moments from this last year in star Wars. So these are our top 10 star Wars memories. Now, before we like actually talk about the specific memories, we really have to preface this with like, Holy shit. This was an absolute banner year for Sarah and Brad for the friends of the force and for star Wars. The hardest ranking that I've ever had to do for this. It was impossible. Brutal. And it was like, well, how do I combine things in order to include everything I need to include (laughs) on this list? Like, and how, why am I ranking this one at number nine? And you know, the other one at number four, none, none of this is logical. Um, because this is all full of like literally top tier core memories. You will see us stretching in ways that you have never seen us stretch before when making this list. Right, right. So we're connecting um, dots that somehow will be connected. So we right. so we can include everything, like Sarah said. And we and we also don't know each other's list. So it's like yes. it's gonna come as a surprise to how we formatted it and what we're talking about. Yeah. Although there are some that like if you don't include it, Brad, the friendship is over. Listen, if I'm not if I'm not on the list at least once, I might just stop the episode and split off. Become friend of <sighs> force. Friend of force. Might, you know what? End the call now. This is literally like such a brutal list and I broke it out in really weird ways. Um, but please bear with us. These are all literally the best memories we could ever, you know, possibly think up. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Also, the points don't matter. And uh, it's like ranking your favorite movies. It really doesn't matter because all the things that you rank on there anyways bring you joy. But right. we love we love a good countdown. We love a good ranking. We love a good build up to that the number suspense. one spot. You know, what's it going to be? What's right. it going to be? And if you know us and if, if you've been following the podcast and following some of what we've been doing in the last year on Twitter, you might have a couple ideas on what's going to be on that list and maybe what could be number one or number two. But we've had a lot of a lot of joy. And it's so funny because we went like three years without seeing each other because we met at Celebration. We spent, right. you know, the pandemic hit a year later. We spent years podcasting together and getting through the pandemic via podcasting and, and, and sharing joy of star Wars with other people. And then we went last this last year where we saw each other three times. We made up for all the years that we didn't get to see each other because of the pandemic. We're just like celebration C2E2 Hollywood, you know, we're, we were going hard. And now we're only allowed to meet up once a year because yeah. we don't want to like overdo it. It's in the contract. It's in the contract. We were making, yeah, right. We were making up like the, for the years lost and now we're on track. So like (laughs) once a year at, at most, most. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a a lot of Brad, you know? Yeah. It's a little Um, too much, a little too much. (laughs) No. Um, yeah. So it it was pretty crazy, pretty crazy, 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 crazy year for us. And I, I look back and I'm like literally so full of gratitude, like for, the world in the sense that we were able to see each other in person for star Wars, for giving us so many opportunities that were uh, just uh, 
beyond our wildest imaginations uh, to hang out with each other and also just to enjoy our hobby with each other. I don't know. I'm, I'm really, really grateful for the past year and uh, just for you, Brad. So thanks for yeah. being my friend. Thanks for being my friend. I'm, I'm eternally grateful for this platform and to get to do this and uh, have opportunities that we've been extended since we started this podcast is just like simply incredible. And I hope that anybody listening to us finds joy in our discussions and uh, even through the, the thick and thin sits tight and, 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 and listens and continues listening and supporting us. And we appreciate yeah. it. So We're grateful. Uh, it's it's uh, it's cool that we get to do this. And uh, I'm excited to, to kind of just reflect on the last year. And also many of you sent in some submissions as well. Uh, we, we put out a post asking for your favorite Star Wars memories, and we got some really great responses that we are happy to share on the, at the end of this episode. So stay tuned to see if you were included, which you probably will, because I, I think we can fit all of them in very Absolutely. happily. So uh, without further ado, Sarah. Yes. Let's start at number 10. So number, uh, 10. Right, number 10. Do you want to go first? Should I go first? Who talks first? You, you talk first. Who I talk first. first. Who talks first? Um, me first, just because I say so. Okay. I see okay. how it is. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So my number 10 is C2E2 and the Great Thursday Redo. Oh. Um, <laughs> and the Great Thursday <sighs> Redo has uh, to do with celebration and just kind of like missing all the opportunities, especially with regards to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, and Brad had the opportunity to come out for C2E2 2022 in like August. Um, and we had an absolute ton of fun together and i will talk about maybe the most fun part of that which was lego star wars summer vacation um <laughs> a little bit later uh but i really wanted to highlight the the great thursday redo which was our opportunity to um, meet vivian lyra blair get a photo with her and she was just an absolute sweetie um and also to meet moses ingram who is gorgeous and amazing and so friendly and lovely and uh get a photo with her and get her autograph as well for both of them and uh i think we were just so excited to be able to do that um we also went and saw billy d williams um yeah i forgot about that and they had that like epic intro uh video of billy d's work and everybody was just going going wild for that yeah it was so cool and i asked when the call 45 ad played (laughs) right right um and then also i had the opportunity to moderate a panel um for authors and that included claudia gray which was super super cool um please uh, uh, this is me just putting out to the universe like invite me to help moderate your panel especially with when it comes to authors i love to do it and i'd love to ask authors great questions but um so that was an awesome opportunity but like wow did we really have the great thursday redo um with regards to obi-wan kenobi together at c2e2 and i was so happy to do it uh and i thought it was so fun that you were in chicago to do that yeah yeah, I, I can pretty much confidently say that I will be at C2E2 next year without a celebration to go to and save up for. So I'm, I'm excited to return to Chicagoland and uh, see what's happening next year. Hopefully some fun stuff. Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed there are some Star Wars panels. <laughs> right, right. Because, yeah, the Billy D one was fun and, and getting to see some of the Obi-Wan cast. Because, yeah, like you said, the Great Thursday redo, we had a very... Uh, turbulent starting day of Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Very overwhelming in a in not so great way, but we made up for it. We made up for it at the end of that day, but a lot of things that happened after that trip was like, okay, yeah, we got we got the redo. We didn't get to go to Obi-Wan. Now we met the cast, you know, like, right. So on and so forth. 
so that that was great uh my number 10 if you're if you're finished uh my number 10 is moses engram <laughs> Revedemption. uh Revedemption. i was so happy to have moses engram join the star wars universe as reva last year and uh, even just like the obi-wan promo and and the lead up to that show and seeing the cast have so much fun and and Moses being a part of that as well, not only just like Ewan and Hayden, but having her on all those events with Deborah Chow and getting to know her and how excited she was for being a part of this galaxy. And I think Reva's story was also very healing in, in so many ways because you and I are, are pro-bendemptionists. We, we love Kylo Ren. We love a baddie who makes a choice to be better and makes a choice to do good things, even though they've done some pretty terrible things, because again, it is a fictional galaxy. And even though people do bad things at the end of the day, these stories are a metaphor and they're, they're trying to identify this feeling that people can uh, change and people can be better and make that choice. And um, that's even something that will be explored in young Jedi adventures that you should be watching mm. today. That is actually a very important concept of that show. And I love that. I love that idea when it's present in Star Wars and a, and a part of its uh, a part of its DNA that's so inseparable, because I think without that, it's not Star Wars because like literally Star Wars, the Star Wars saga, as we knew it for a while, was the the fall and redemption of Anakin Skywalker. That was like the right. whole point of the of the saga. Right. Uh, and it's through acts of love. So for for Obi-Wan to say, you know, you have honored them. Uh, you have given them peace by showing mercy, you know, that, that was like such a powerful healing message about second chances. And, um, mm, mm. I was waiting for that in star Wars and you and I were very scared that Reva would kick the bucket is the phrase. Yeah, yeah. And I was very happy that she didn't, we were very happy about that. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you and thank you for bringing that up as, as one of your 10, that scene. I just remember watching it. Um, when the night it came out and just going and watching it back and back again and back again and back again, because it was just so masterfully acted. Um, the, the emotions that, that Moses is portraying as Reva, it just, it, it's miraculous to see that performance in star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. I think especially, especially before Andor, when we got so much complexity to those characters, um, and the kind of morality with them, but like to get that in Reva and to get that from Moses, I, I'm like tearing up thinking about it. Like it's, it's really one of those things that meant a lot to me in that moment and still means a lot to me. And I'm so, so grateful for her inclusion in Star Wars and for Reva, the character in Star Wars. And what I think it's great about her redemption moment is that it's not like a, oh, my path is going to be happy-go-lucky, you know, yellow brick road skipping. It's, it's, but what it is, is an opportunity to change. Um, and I think that is really like an important first step. And I, yeah. like, I don't believe like Reva's road is going to be easy or maybe even good, but it is, you know, it's like, it's worth trying, you know, and it's worth doing that. And I, 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 I found that to be really valuable. Um, so man, I'm going to go cry in a corner now. Um, <laughs> and I hope we get yeah, to see more moment. of that journey. I, I don't know in, in what mm. format that will happen for all I know, Reva is in Jedi survivor and I don't even know cause I haven't gotten far into the game. So who knows <laughs> right. like where she'll show up and I hope she does show up cause there's so much more to, to tell. So, uh, thank you, Moses, for your performance. And um, Obi Wan Kenobi slapped. That show slapped. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people say not nice things about it for some reason. And like, no you know, reason to. I, I just, it was a good no. show. It was just, it's it great. was an event. It was an event. And it, 
it was the whip out your popcorn and have a great time and enjoy it at face value kind of show. And then like, man, but like it was more than that too. Like the words yeah. actually had meaning, you know, like yeah, the characters yeah, yeah. Were going through stuff, you know, yeah. like, it was like a very deep character study of a, of somebody that we're love we're uh, that's beloved yeah. by fans. And, uh, it was just a beautiful show all around. I, I will, I will be a fierce defender of Obi-Wan till the day I die. Uh, oh, yeah. so yeah, very happy. Speaking um, of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Do we, are we going snake order? Are we going to like snake it down or, you know, like, you, me, me, you, you, me, me, you know, like, no, are we, are we going back and forth? I have a great forth? transition right now. You got it? Okay, cool. So I'm just going to go for it. Just let me, go let me, it. Have your speaking moment. of Obi-Wan, I want to go back to that first night that we watched <laughs> Obi-Wan. Uh, my number nine is friends of the force, comma, no longer force timing, exclamation point. I see what you did there. And, thank you. Yeah. Um, and I, you might be like, how the frick frack is this at number nine? I'm a little offended. The friends of the force meaning meaning it's because we hung out multiple times and there's, there's even, even greater memories than the one from time we first met, which is crazy. Um, but we met at like galactic trader in like downtown Disney. And it was so delightfully awkward because we were like, how do we interact in person? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like you know? protocol droids. Like our arms were actually like, Right, we were. We're like, Lego take a picture. Hands, we're like, I, yeah, I don't like know how to take, take a picture take a with picture. you. We don't, don't we don't know how to like stand next to each other. <laughs> There's actually um, like a couple photos of us just like standing awkwardly in front of like a, like a like a like a set thing in Batu, yeah, no, and we're just uh, like, yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah no, it's totally awkward. It's great. But like it was really perfect. wonderful memories. Wouldn't change because, it. Yeah, yeah, like no, not at all. Um, it was so great. It was such a great time, um, meeting and then being being like, don't buy that, Brad. Immediately, like, don't mm-hmm. buy it. Um, uh, nothing has changed clearly in the past year. Um, and, and for then, the record, I do regret not buying that because it was a CB 23 okay. droid and you can't get them anymore. Oh no. They're gone. You should have bought that guys. I'm really sorry. Yeah. It's my fault. I know. It's my fault. You fucked up. Any <sighs> friendship over. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, so we, we did that, you know, we did Galaxy's Edge and Star Wars Celebration together, and I will talk more about those and, you know, a bunch on the rest of this list. But uh, specifically, like one of, I think maybe like my core friendship memory out of that whole um, week is that Obi-Wan Kenobi night. We had had, you know, such a tough day and we had had its highlights, but also its lowlights. And and we went uh, back to the hotel room. We got like comfy cozy and we put it on the TV, um, the episode of Obi-Wan. And I just have the greatest memory of us just like me sobbing. I've told the story multiple times at this point, but like me just sobbing when little Leia came on the screen and us just being so happy and joyous that we were seeing these characters in this way. And the fact that the show was good and we were having such a good time like that. I don't know about you, but like that is such a core friendship memory for me. And I'm so, so grateful that we got to do that. Um, and it like, I think it really set us on a good path for the rest of that weekend, but yeah, meeting you in person, um, knowing that you're real, uh, and I haven't been catfish. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but like meeting you, you after you know, we started doing the podcast, yeah, right. We're like, okay, now we're, we're not just strangers; we're business associates now. Handshake <laughs> with the briefcase at our sides. Good to meet you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get to business. Okay, I have to reference this to BTS for like one second. I'm so oh, sorry. No. What have um, I started? No, basically, it's it's Suga and J Hope, and they're like sitting mm. there and they're like filling out this form for they're filling out this document for I think like a like a membership content or whatever, and it's like your relationship to 
uh, Sugar and J-Hope writes like, um, you know, work partner or whatever. <laughs> and, and Sugar writes like eternal brother. And he is so offended when he sees Hobie's answer. Cause he's like, he's like, what are you saying? We're just like work partners. He's like, he's like, bro, like you're my eternal brother. Like, I love you, man. Like, what are you talking about? Oh man. And Hobie's like, what, what are you, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> anyway, it's like, we've gone from strangers to business associates that's you know anyway yeah (laughs) but um it was it was so wild to be like okay we've we've spent countless hours on zoom together or on facebook messenger together whatever right it was so weird to be like how do i stand and walk next to you yeah yeah (laughs) it was very awkward but it was great it was like a good awkward it was like an awkward but i was like okay with it being awkward and and acknowledging that we felt awkward about it because it was like you know this is just like we've hung out once before this uh and it was lovely you know like but like it's like i know so many things about you you know like we i think we have a really strong friendship but like i I don't know whether you you i don't know what kind of i hope um (laughs) but like i don't know what kind of like this is gonna sound weird but like do you like ankle socks or do you like socks that cover your ankles i don't know because i don't i don't like regularly walk with shoes on (laughs) like you know (laughs) or like do you talk when you walk or do you prefer to walk quietly like Mm. these are are you are you are you a hugger or not a hugger i don't know see these are things we were navigating loudly while i walk shout (laughs) these are things we were navigating for the first time really and and so that was a really uh like fascinating learning experience and but also all good all good in the end and again the obi-wan kenobi night fucking rocked yeah uh i'm actually gonna skip ahead a little bit uh while we're talking about it because this was like my number six so just a little oh, bit higher. Well, I guess I just silly. value friendship a little bit more than you do. Oh, it's fine. No. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, crying with Denny's filled stomachs. Uh, that was the, the, how I labeled it. But yeah, getting to go to uh, Denny's, what was once a meme became reality. Reality. That was lovely yeah. because like we just joked about it for so long. And then we were like, oh my God, there's like two or three Denny's local to Anaheim that are right next to the convention center. And we made it happen. Uh, several people showed up many people showed up that that was so lovely thank you to everyone who showed up if you were there we love you eternally like truly i just i was surprised even one person showed up and that one person being sarah i wasn't sure if she'd make it um (laughs) (laughs) just wasn't sure wasn't sure if she hated me after one day we had a day we had a day (laughs) no we were gonna show up we were gonna show up yeah but it was actually like, you know, like we've alluded to a lot, it was a very like hard emotional day of celebration because celebration can be overwhelming for so many reasons. And also when you're like meeting your best friend for the first time, like more formally and trying to figure them out among the stress of celebration, that's just overwhelming right. also. Uh, we, and so we it was really nice. went for like capital C chaos that Yeah. Week. And it like, was a very busy we, first day. It was like, we didn't get the showcase. Our panel got interrupted. Like we had to rush to the high Republic panel and like that we were still getting overwhelmed from our panel, not going the way we wanted it to. And it was just, we didn't get into the Obi-Wan premiere, you know? Um, right. But it was so lovely to just like make up for all of that and just say, you know what? Reset button. Let's go to Denny's, but also first let's watch the five minute intro of Obi-Wan Kenobi to oh, get yeah. hyped and then go to Denny's. Yeah. Then we went to Denny's. Then we came back. We watched like two episodes, went to bed at like two or three in the morning and we were ready to go next day for day two. And it was like, yeah, fresh start. Let's get into it. Let's have a good day. Uh, and the rest of the weekend was like phenomenal. It was great. Um, but yeah, that was that was a highlight, personal highlight for me. Uh, it was just like, you know, with the support of friends and, and listeners, it was just uh, it made a good day go right or bad day go right. 
Uh, so right. that was, and that was lovely. That's actually my number eight. So I feel like, oh, we, yeah. Really, so like my really, number eight was yeah. friends, of the force comma featuring friends. Um, yeah. and like we got to do our panel. Yes. It got cut short, but people showed up and, and, and like, I will, like, I could go cry in the corner about it now. Like, I'm so grateful that we had the opportunity to do that and that people showed up and that we did get to talk a bit and that, you know, it was a supportive atmosphere and I, I wouldn't trade that for the world. So I'm so, so grateful for that opportunity and for everybody who showed up and I, I'm, you know, grateful that people listen to us at all. So <laughs> thank you. Um, but also just seeing people at the convention, I, I ran into a listener who was wearing our shirt and I was like, wait a second, that's me. Um, so listener, hi. <laughs> One of seven shirts still, in the world. Like, feel like, special. Thank you so much. You made me feel like really cool at that moment. And, um, I was so grateful that like the show meant something to you. Um, so thank you. Um, but also, yes, the, my, my, a sub point under that was Denny's Denny's, we did it. And, um, that was really fun. And like half of us had seen the episodes and like half of us hadn't. And I'm so grateful to our friends who had seen the episodes for not saying a gosh darn thing about it. And like yeah, they not did spoiling well. it for any of us they who passed hadn't. the test. And yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was really lovely to like get to chat, um, in further depth with some people, folks we hadn't met who were listeners to the podcast. So yeah. Um, it was awesome. It was super, super cool. And I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful for Denny's and, um, thank you to the, our Denny's waitress who, really had the Herculean task of putting up with us at 10 p.m. And she was really great. Grateful. She was phenomenal. She was so good. Yeah. And we she so seemed grateful. like she didn't know anything about celebration either. So like we talked to her about it, like what was going on. And she was like, oh, that's so cool. And like, I feel like she She's really like, got on board with us as a group. <laughs> we were understand. I was like, we yeah. will try and be we as tipped well. possible We tipped you. well, which yeah. is important. So we were like, yeah, you did yeah. a lot of hard work today. And we appreciate it. Um, speaking of like friends, uh, Friends of the Force, truly. Um, and uh, you mentioned the panel, and and we've we've talked about panel not going right. Um, also giving way to like one of the best memes of all time. This isn't one of mo- one of my moments, but just w- is worth mentioning. Yeah, memes. Uh, Drew from Galactic Surplus, creating the <laughs> uh, bail or Jimmy Schmitz has entered the building meme. Uh, <laughs> when the fire alarm goes off in our panel, and we just hear Jimmy Schmitz has entered the building, and we got it on audio. We got it on the the audio <laughs> file. Uh, and yes. you get the laughter from the crowd and it was really great. Uh, but I just saw Drew at Celebration oh, London and cool. I didn't know he was coming up to me and all I hear was Jimmy Smith says under the building and I look and, and Drew's there and we talked for a while <laughs> and it was great. And, cool. uh, that was, that was lovely. So it's just like funny now that Drew like announces himself when he enters the room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I love that it's really hard you know when you only see people once every few years and yeah. like they're often behind like a like a name or an uh, uh like an animated profile picture as opposed to a picture of themselves that sort of stuff is great so yeah yeah Jimmy Smith's under the really building, Drew, you've nailed it of figuring out exactly who you are um yeah because some I do it's sometimes so hard um it's like oh we've we've had a full conversation before I've met you before um but when you won't see somebody you know, once every few years. And then also you're only meeting them in like really, really big social environments. You're like not putting two and two together because you don't even have a moment to step back and think, oh my gosh, I remember that last, you know, cause you mm-hmm. do remember it, but you're like, okay, I got to put the dots together in my brain. Um, and I'm sometimes really bad at that. So if I've ever like forgotten a name or forgotten that we've, you know, like chatted the last time or not put it together quickly enough, I apologize. <laughs> 
there's a lot of people to keep track of. I like, (laughs) I hold, I hold it in as like uh, my biggest shame because I, I love connecting with people and I love seeing people. And I, sometimes my, my brain is just moving so fast that I'm just not allowing or not able to like take a step back and be like, Oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the last one, you know, or, um, you know, following up on that anyway. That's me I totally like, get making that. excuses for myself, but also just, wow, it's sometimes it's so crazy at these things. Mm-hmm. It, just shout out to everybody though, that comes up and says hi to us at conventions. It, it means the world. Uh, it might, we might be overwhelmed in the moment and very humbled about it. Um, but it really does mean a lot to us and, uh, we appreciate yeah. it and continue saying hello when, when you see us and, uh, making new friends is always like a good thing. That's why we named the podcast Friends of the Forest because like that friends was the whole the founding principle of this was like community and and friendship and uh, just having a good time together. So, um, speaking of having a good time together, I'm gonna name Ooh. my number nine here, which is uh, narrator quotes. They blew up the beach. Uh, we did blow up the beach. I know you kind of mentioned it up top, but uh, listening to Scarif Beach Party specifically like one billion times in your car. Uh, yeah. going back and forth to McCormick place every single day, me being terrible with giving directions. That's also uh, true. Continuing to play Scarif beach party, despite my inability to direct you anywhere. Uh, be like, wait one second. Like Sorry. We missed, times. A, we missed a turn, but I got to get Scarif beach party back on uh, because we, we did good morning girls Girl. next. So I have to go back. I have to click the back button. Right. And so we missed a turn. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and just the, the sheer amount of deep dish pizza that we consumed that weekend oh. at C2E2 after consuming yes. a, an entire blaze pizza once a day at, at celebration Anaheim. So it feels yes. like pizza is the, is really the, the food of friendship and it's right. the, it's the food of champions per se, because we, we really feel on top of the world, uh, when we got a belly full of pizza, uh, I, and I do, I do, I get a good night's sleep. I pass out, I wake up the next morning and I'm just like, tummy good, tummy, you know tummy what it satisfied. Is? It's the, the cheese. butter crust. It's the butter crust too, yeah. It's the butter crust. Yeah. It'll do that to you. It, so, it's, a, it's a game changer. Next time we see each other, more butter pizza. Crust. More pizzas in the books. Uh, I'm That's ready. Right. I'm ready. But yeah, That's also right. getting to watch Lego Summer Vacation too and, and, and talk to some of the folks behind that special as well uh, in an interview was a lot of fun. So it was a good time. I, I love those specials. I hope they do more of them. Yeah. And if, even if that I was the last have- one, they ended on a good note. Yeah. Right. Right. We, we love that one a lot. Um, and I will actually talk more about it later in my list. You know, I don't want to spoil all the fun yet. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was I brought my, number my number nine. Did you I brought have... up my number eight. So you got to do okay. number eight as well. Yeah, you yeah. know, we were talking about like, you know, are we zigzagging? Are we, we're, we're, we're vibes. Yeah. Vibes. Uh, so my number eight is don't cry because it's over. Cry because it happened and never stop crying. Uh, getting to meet Kelly Marie Tran uh, was a highlight of my year. So lovely meeting her, um, but not just her. It was a really a great year of, of photo ops. I got a photo op mm. with, we got a photo op with Vivian, Lyra Blair, mm-hmm, Princess Leia mm-hmm, at T2E2, mm-hmm. uh, Moses Engram photo op. I got a photo op with Oscar Isaac at New York Comic Con. That happened. Uh, and then this most recent celebration, I got an autograph with uh, Denise Goff. And getting to meet all of these people was just such a joy. And I think Kelly and Denise were the two that I like fanboyed over the most, like literally to the point where I almost felt like blushing when I was talking to Denise Goff because she just radiates just like mother energy, I guess you could say. (laughs) And it's very intimidating for me. (laughs) 
So uh, she's a lovely human being and I'm so happy to have like said any words to, uh, to her and Kelly just seeming so happy to be at celebration and to hear from fans. And like every time we watched people in front of us talk to her during her autograph session, it just seemed like she like wanted to cry. <laughs> like she was just getting yeah. so emotional with every conversation and it seemed genuine. It didn't seem fabricated or like she was just putting on a happy face. Like she genuinely connected with people and um, the character of Rose Tico seems like it means a lot to her still, despite, despite again, this is me projecting what I think of, of, of the situation, but I think it still means a lot to her uh, that she got to be a part of the franchise, despite what, what has happened, you know? And it seems like she really mm-hmm. genuinely loves loved being there at her first celebration uh uh to do photo ops and autographs yeah i will i will hold my tongue on this because uh as i have said before and as it is my pin tweet was this the greatest moment of my life yes so uh <laughs> no spoilers. don't want to give anything away but like uh yeah um no i was the best and i'm really glad you ultimately i know i know that the schedule got changed for europe and and you had to like i think cancel your denise photo but i'm still so glad you were able to get the autograph and like get to talk to her a little bit and um it was worth it so great i mean these these moments they're just moments and like but when they go well it, it feels really good uh and and i love that feeling um so yeah does that bring me to my number seven yeah yeah number seven numero seven I can't believe this is at number seven. Oh my gosh. Speaking of fours, speaking of fours, Brad, um, this year, just recently, I had the opportunity to see John Williams at the Chicago Symphony Orchestra for the fourth time. Um, oh, and it is the year of fours. It is the year of fours. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And um, John Williams is like a personal, just like hero of mine. I mean, I imagine as he is for so many fans of cinema, but like, I did a project in like grade school. It was like an American icons project. And I, out of everybody in the world, like everybody in America, I was like, I'm doing mine on John Williams. So, um, (laughs) I actually still have that project. Uh, and what was so, so special about that concert, um, was that it had a freaking insanely great program and he played the Obi-Wan theme and he talked how this was only like the second time that he's played it because the first time was at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, which is what we missed out on. And I so distinctly remember you and I were sitting on opposite sides of that very wide hallway, you know, like outside of the panel room. And I like was on Twitter and I was like, and I go, John Williams is here. Or I say something up to that effect. I'm like he's here in the building and I'm not there. And I remember like sliding out of the bench a little bit, like. How could this happen to me? I sense a presence. Um, a presence I have not felt since. <laughs> right. That was your Vader since moment. He, he was there, uh, or he was supposed to be in, in Chicago in 2022, but he canceled that um, mm. performance. So they rescheduled it for this year. So I also have to thank my parents who got the tickets uh, because that concert sold out like prior to the subscription getting to resubscribers. I don't know. Like it was, it was crazy how early that concert sold out. So I'm like eternally, eternally grateful. And he conducted the whole thing, which he didn't do the last time I saw him, which was in like 2017 or 18. And he only conducted half the concert. Then he did the whole concert this time. I was like, man, this man is in his nineties and he's standing for a whole two hour concert, conducting the whole thing. He's a comedian. He's like making jokes in between, um, ones. I mean, what a just, Old I was, Johnny boy. 
I was so delighted and endeared. And I just, I, I honestly, one of the greatest privileges of my life is, is having had the opportunity to see him conduct his music. And I'm, I'm also such a fan of the Chicago symphony. So anytime I can see them, they're one of the world-class symphonies in the, uh, you know, throughout the world. And, um, I'm eternally, eternally, eternally grateful for those times and getting to see the Obi-Wan um, again, the great Thursday redo, it's still happening. Like I think in little pieces still. Um, and that was like a very healing moment for me, but also just like, a to my parents who are sitting next to me, I was like, holy shit, you guys, I don't think you understand how much this means to me right now. Um, also because that, that theme is just so sweeping and beautiful. Um, so it was just like really special. It was really special. Well, Angie got to hear some music from Dial of Destiny, correct? He, I did. he played I did. Uh, one of the themes from the, the film. Helena's theme, yeah. the Waller Bridges character. And it's exactly what you'd expect from him. It's it's uh, romantic and set in the strings and um, really lovely. I think people are going to really enjoy it, this theme. It's it's very beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to, to get another score from him. I love that he was initially saying he'd retire and he wouldn't do any more music. And then he said, psych, I'm back. I'm doing Indiana Jones and we're like, cool, also, we're on board. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. If they're like, we're not, Steven's like, I'm not going to say no. I mean, <laughs> not a first name basis with Steven Spielberg, Steven. Um, <laughs> but also there was a cameraman seated in front of the horns for the first half. And I said, are you one of Steven's guys? Because he's making a documentary on John Williams. And then there was a cameraman with a gimbal set up at the exit where they come, where he comes off and on at the end, as we gave him, you know, many minutes of ovations. Um, are you one of Steven's men? Um, <laughs> was me too. Are you one of his henchmen? One of his goons? One of his henchmen, yeah. <laughs> um, so if you see the Chicago symphony in the upcoming John Williams documentary, whenever that will be released, uh, I was there. Yeah. Maybe you'll be in, in one of the shots like with John Williams and you'll be like, look, I have a photo with John Williams. We're to get, we're, we're on a first name basis. John and I, backsies. nobody will know. Even if you're out of focus, like way off the distance, nobody right. will know. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so jealous of you. I have never had the opportunity to see John Williams conduct music live. And, um, you know, unfortunately that I don't know if I'll ever get to at this rate, um, but I hope that I can find an opportunity, um, you know, with however much time uh, that man has left on this earth, because I, I, hope I, many I, I hope many, many, many years. Uh, you just never know. But I, I hope that I, I sometime get the opportunity um, to mm -hmm, do that. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope that for you, too. And yeah. for any Star Wars fan, if John Williams is going to be in an even even like remote distance to you that you can, that you know, you are able to travel to and are able to do that, have the means to do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. Always do worth it. it. Always worth it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, okay. So my number seven, uh, you did your Let's number seven. This is my number seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the hierarchy of power in the Star Wars in the Star Wars TV land is about to change. Oh, and or and or. Anders are number seven. I know. Listen, I really leaned in to the personal experiences, but bear with me. Bear with me. Bear is, with is, me. Is bear with, you're separated from your Andor? Bear with me. Bear with me. So okay. uh, this really specifically, though, is like episode 10 of Andor. Specifically. Yes. I've made my mind a sunless space. I share my dreams with ghosts, Brad. Yeah. 
And I think episode 10 of Andor was just the epitome of what made this show so prestige and so profound to anything that we've ever seen in Star Wars before. The quality and the care that went into the writing of the series that actually bought us into its vision and what it was trying to do and the character's authenticity and their rawness and their Mm. passion and anger and all the emotions that they feel is so easily conveyed by like just such an amazing cast. Stellan Skarsgård, Andy Serkis giving these insane Shakespearean monologues. I've always, I mean, I've always been of the mindset and, and even more recently that like Star Wars, I mean, Star Wars has a lot of quotes, but like a lot of those quotes are not like, they don't feel like lyrical. They're not like, poetry you know we say i have the high ground or like i was your father you know we say all those like classic lines they're like in the pop cultural zeitgeist and or memes yeah but they're not necessarily on the level of shakespeare you know we we've never and and even diego luna i don't want to paraphrase his words because he said it he said it recently like at celebration when he was on the celebration stage he said you want to paraphrase it? Cause you might remember it better than I do. At this he, moment. he said something along the lines of like, what I really love in Andor that like not other shows, like other shows don't necessarily have is that the, um, the characters are telling you things They're or they're, they're like experiencing things and they're telling them to you and you might already know them, but they're not like exposition. They're telling them, they're saying them because they need to be said and kind of like, because they're really important for, the characters and their emotional growth in the story, as opposed to just exposition is what he was, I think, getting at there. Um, and, and yeah, he, he's, it was the whole point was like going on a journey with the characters and their dialogue being really meaningful and having weight, even if you kind of already knew what they were feeling. Yeah. So I, I, I think that hit the nail on the head of why so many people love Andor and why it was so easy to, to just invest ourselves in that story. And episode 10 was just the like the thesis statement of Andor as a right. show. It's like, this is what you come to Andor for. Action, you know, the escape from the prison, plus substance, the, the monologues. Mm-hmm. We got Andy Serkis, and then to end that episode with another one, we're like, how did we get two of these just insanely master, master, masterfully crafted speeches in one episode, almost like 10 minutes apart? And then Crazy. to end with... You know, we got to get all the heroes we can get. And then to flash over to Melshi and, and Cassian running away from the prison, escaping and the epic Nicholas Bertel score like playing. And then somehow you have to wait a week. Although we had screeners, fortunately, for like pretty much the entire season. So to watch that episode before it was even out and to like hold that inside of me to not be able to talk to anybody about it because it was embargoed. Uh, I was going insane <laughs> because I was like, I need to talk to everybody. About this episode right now. And the reception every week was just insane. But that one, that one especially. And it was just nice to have 10 weeks of pure bliss and perfection where nobody argued and nobody, nobody disagreed with each other. Oh, there were definitely arguments. I mean, but like we, but there was like a sense of like dunking on them as opposed to like entertaining them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, ugh. Yeah, no, I think what I mean is like the bad takes we would dunk on, but I think overall it seems like a lot of the circles at least that we operate in and and a lot of like the online fans seem to really be embracing andor uh Mm -hmm. and that was like really great to see compared to so many other weeks of star wars tv we were we were where we are like discoursing constantly and talking about like all the things uh ad nauseum so andor was just a fresh 
breath of air and a moment of zen for all of us that we really needed after so many years of <laughs> bickering back and forth. And uh, I appreciated that. And, you know, yeah, that, that, yeah. I love that. I have more Andor to talk about later. Um, but I, I like Andor, the show was just, I mean, I think what you're trying to get at is like, Overall, it felt like the fandom was really unified. And obviously, there's no way to unify all of us. Um, fandom is too big. We are too different in many, many ways. And that's okay. Uh, we don't all need to have the same opinion about things. But it seemed like the reception was really good and that it stemmed a lot of thoughtful conversations. And, um, you know, some of those, it's really easy to pull those themes and ideas from the story. And other times, it's a little bit more difficult or, um, you know, less people are seeing eye to eye about it. But for me, like Andor really brought people together and I think also reminded us of what Star Wars can be. Um, not everything like Star Wars doesn't need to be the same thing over over projects or over time. And for like for me watching Andor, I'm like, wow, this is what Star Wars can be. It, it can talk about these types of ideas and themes in this level of detail. And it's still Star Wars. Um, but it's Star Wars that, you know, me as a huge Star Wars fan can enjoy and it's maybe also star wars i'm recommending the show to my mom like she just finished the last of us and she was like wow so good and i was like okay it's andor next for you and she like does not she's not a star wars person at all but i think she would find it really intriguing with the political theming and the action as well so like i think it has that a, a different sort of um super fan to casual viewer or general audience or to the locals um than other shows have like it it's a different sort of watch than from Mandalorian, which I, I know Mandalorian is very, po very popular with the locals or the casual fans. But um, I, I think it's it speaks to uh, a demographic that may not be interested in something like the Mandalorian, mm -hmm. um, who, is, who is also like a local or casual. Anyway, that's it. I'm going to now. <laughs> no, well said, though, Sarah. I think everything everything you, you hit on is just. I, I can't say it better, honestly, but oh, gosh, Andor. I want season Andor. two. I hope, it's so, I hope it's so good. I hope it's as good as the first season. And I just want to, ah, I just want to get it up in a little piece of cake and eat it. That's how I want to consume Andor. Munch, munch on it. Nom, nom. I want to, I want to bite it. <laughs> I want to, I, wanna, yeah. I chomp on it. I just want to like chomp on it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where did we leave off? Uh, I gave my number six. It was the, it was the Denny's and Denny's of it all. Did you give your number oh. six? No, I didn't give my number six. I'll give my number six here. Um, mine. So we've talked about Star Friends of the Force no longer Force time, and we've talked about Friends of the Force featuring friends, and now we're just talking about Star Wars Celebration. There's a lot of other things that happen in Star Wars Celebration. They all go in this one. We talked to and met up with so many people. We got to go to the Sky Talkers panel, which was a great um, moment to see friends. Uh, we got to talk to Tom. We love Tom always good to see him at conventions and things. I'm so grateful for Britt Barnum for taking our photos at the panel and yes. photos of us for the podcast. I, I look at those with such fondness and such happiness. And so like my forever thanks to Britt for that. Um, if it wasn't for Britt, there'd be no official documentation none. of our panel happening <laughs> because we right. were, we were also a late ad to Right. The schedule. So we didn't I know we didn't get in the uh program. The, the program, which is totally fine. That's just how the you know the the cookie crumbles. Um but yeah, I just was so happy that there was like again, like a documentation of that happening. <laughs> like right, picture right. didn't happen, it happened. <laughs> 
Right. It did. And, and, you know. and I'm really grateful for her and for her, her just taking the time out of her celebration schedule to She's photograph amazing. us. We were, it was really great. I'm uh, yeah. And she, got to, she got to do so much this year at the, at the Europe <sighs> celebration. So I'm so, so happy excited. for her. She's a great photographer. Yeah. Shout out to so Britt Barnum. Great. If you need a photographer for something. Call Britt. Call Britt. For real. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, I also have to say this was, um, a very, a very, very Kersantan celebration. <laughs> now, um, we were not necessarily planning on going to the Mandalorian exhibit. exhibit. I was like, I don't really like the Mandalorian. I don't know. Do we need to go? And I don't know who it was, but they're forever in my debt. was like, there's a Kersantan there. And I was like, there's a what Kawar. There's a Kersantan in I feel like it was exhibit. Eric. I think it was Eric. It was either it's either Eric or Brandon. Either way, we love Eric and Brandon. So just like thanks, Eric thanks. and Brandon um, for existing. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, game changer, game changer for our Sunday. That exhibit ruled, like absolutely ruled. And I had the greatest time of my life, like standing in front of Kersantan and being like, there he is, my king. What a height difference, him. let me tell oh you. My God. He's Ooh. so big. He's so large. Yeah. And he was so menacing. The costume is so menacing. I, but I was like, so I was so giddy. Like I was so delighted. Um, I, you can hear it in my voice. Like, oh my God. Um, I, I had such a good time. I have the a major Domo. t-shirt. We got to see the major, major Domo. The major Domo. Oh one my God. One of your other favorites. The, the mayor. Um, the Ithorian. Yeah. The Ithorian mayor as well. But like just seeing the mechanics, seeing the costumes, seeing the, props oh i i would have regretted that so much if we hadn't gone so i'm really glad that we did so it was so garza flip yes yeah okay the naboo n1 starfighter the rancor head that was amazing yeah who moved okay (laughs) um no seriously so many like mind-bogglingly cool things in there and um i'm really glad that we did that uh i also have to thank um our friend courtney who like very incredibly kindly gifted me the high republic book set and i was like okay this is my child now um so like lots of good things happen at at celebration and um author signings so many things so many things so many things but yeah you know to your point of the mandalorian exhibit i did not include that on my list but i i would say it's a huge highlight because i think all I think it's a good reminder that all thoughts aside on the quality of Star Wars shows or like what opinions that we have or disagreements that we have at the end of the day there is no denying the craftsmanship of this world and of this galaxy like it is amazing that someone like you who has been very like lukewarm on the Mandalorian since it's right. started can go to the Mandalorian experience and have one of the best days of your year because like seeing just what goes into it and and the props, the costumes, and just having an appreciation for the hard work of people at Lucasfilm and, and ILM and all the people that just make shows what they are and do these effects and practical effects and visual effects. And, and it's just so wonderful to see, to get a, like a sneak peek behind that curtain. And it yeah. is always easy to appreciate that. Like even a movie like The Rise of Skywalker that I, I, I don't particularly enjoy reading the the art of book was so much mm-hmm. fun and mm-hmm. watching the behind the scenes documentary and like learning how it was made like i i love that stuff and i i i applaud anybody who is involved in the effort of making these things regardless of the story and everything like it's such a joy 
to get inside their, their their minds and and experience that. And I hope they do more of these at future celebrations. What I'm hoping mm. is in Japan they do an Andor experience because both seasons will be done by then. They they aren't going to be using those props actively. I would right. love for them to do an Andor exhibit and to showcase everything from both seasons, like the, the Narkina, Narkina Five, Ferrix, the Glove Wall, like. They could do so much with the that show, wall. you know, the, the time yes. grappler like uh, table, oh, like stop. There's so many stop. things stop. that you could do. And I just I hope it's not the last one, because I think that was such a huge draw for people uh, that weekend. And it was it was awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. And there were like I could go on and on about celebration. There were so many cool things. People we got to hang out with. Panels we got to go to. Uh, ultimately, like countless countless good memories within that week so anything that i haven't said specifically gets included in this number six <laughs> unless it has to do with uh disney or galaxy's edge which is my number five which we'll get to shortly go ahead which is my number five actually as well <laughs> really <gasps> look at that brain wow. cells connected okay so our number fives uh i i specifically named mine bright suns traveler give us your money uh <laughs> Oh, I got to go to not only Batu West at Celebration, but then I got to go to Batu East for my birthday week. Uh, that was so cool to get to go to both coasts in, uh, within a single calendar year uh, mm. or running, running year or whatever. And I have developed such a, a newfound appreciation for Disney parks because I had only been to each park once in my life. Uh, Disney World when I was four oh. and Disneyland when I was uh, in high school. And Disney World, I didn't have like really any memories of Disneyland. I didn't have the fondest memories of because it was not like a great experience um, based on who I went with. But getting to uh, re retry those park going experiences and form new memories with friends and and get to go on Smuggler's Run, uh, despite me wanting to throw up the first time I went on it because I had something with gluten in it, but it was totally worth it the ronto wraps are great <laughs> but i actually but i almost threw up in the millennium falcon uh which would, would have been a great story i guess in, so in hindsight <laughs> no wouldn't uh, <laughs> it would not have been <laughs> for me it would have looking back on not it, it for the been, rest of us no, no there no. were five there were five other people in there yeah this is true and Think i was the pilot that, imagine the pilot throwing up while you're trying to get through those uh coaxium <laughs> the three three canister crew we didn't we didn't get any and our pilot threw up all over the place yeah they literally had to emergency stop the ride yeah, we couldn't um, go to hyperspace because there was just a chunk blocking the the, oh. the lever we couldn't push it yeah it was bad uh anyways no. it got really coagulated in there uh i'm gonna start oh my, oh my talking. God. <laughs> didn't throw up we're good not canon uh but all all seriousness you know getting to do rise of the resistance which was so much fun not really knowing much about that ride and going in totally blind mm, mm -hmm. and growing a new obsession with uh rex because yeah, now I, I i buy any rex merch that i find every time i go to galaxy's edge and by every time i mean the twice the two times that i've gone and i will be going again next february but uh getting to go say hi to him take some selfies with him and like act like he's a celebrity because he is to me he <laughs> he's is. my hero and uh, i love him so much so much yeah yeah um oh my gosh so many good times here i gotta say 
I know you cannot have the blue or green milk. I'm really sorry because I'm about to talk about how delicious the blue milk is, but like it's so jealous. Really delicious. <laughs> um, so the, uh, gosh. Um, also with regards to this, Brad, Brad, Brad. Yes. Look at me. Hello. It's an Andor pen. It's, it's an, an Andor, Andor pen. Shopping. Cause we did, you know, like three days worth of Disney days, you know, during the convention, we did the two days before and then we did the star Wars night stopping in star trader after every time that we did star tours um dangerous and looking for new <laughs> merch and there was like new merch every day it was so much fun and so ridiculous ogas with the bean crew like that was so much fun and our waiter uh being like oh you know that's not from or that looks to be from the high republic and we were all like the high republic, high republic canon <laughs> <laughs> um so much fun there uh with the ben solo plushie um as a, he that joined somehow our lost its shirt at some point shirt. i don't know how but it, it did there are there photos um, of everybody we saw, laughing right oh my god oh my god we saw vi chewy and ray yeah um and i did did i cry again after i saw ray yes um as one should I literally remember just being me, Brad being like, fine, we have to go talk to her. Go. And like running across the, like she was walking down some steps and we were like, we have to go. Um, and that was so cool. But like my, I think my favorite memory from galaxy's edge is just like you and I in the park at a, like 11 30 PM getting solo photos with the photo pass photographer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and it just being like totally deserted. That's my favorite time to be there because that's when it, you can hear like the ambiance sounds the most. Um, and all it's all lit up so beautifully and really makes you feel like you're in it. Um, in a way that like one o'clock in the afternoon when it's like full of people does not make you feel like that um, as much. So I, I loved doing all of that. And then also us riding midway weight mania, the gardens of the galaxy mission breakout after our 120 minute Meh, wait in line <laughs> yeah because we we um, rope dropped it but you were a little late to the park that day and i i okay. went back with you because i was like that's such a fun ride i will wait I was, 120 minutes to i was do really it again. upset um i was yeah i was a little upset spaghettio and it's nobody's fault um anyway like one way or the other uh but we did pretty much open to close on tuesday and i literally yeah. when i say that i could not move on wednesday morning like i could barely get out of bed i could not move i was in so much pain in my hips so that's why i was late to the party on wednesday it's okay we're all good we, we survived um but we also rode the swings and i love the swings um so and we, I mean, at, like, we, we ate at the pixar lounge uh we did and i had the so best good. brussels sprout salad of my life the nachos oh so good yeah amazing that was awesome so cool yeah you know um, we were thanks really for making f- that booking <laughs> <laughs> we were fortunate to have that late night experience at batu because we almost didn't like after dinner i was I cold i was him, like guys. i I, I was like, I'm really cold. Like I forgot to bring a jacket. I was like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can make it. And I pushed through, you know, I, I stopped, I stopped being cold. I, I, I used the force to warm my body my internal temperature, rise it, you know, make it rise. Uh, it that's how the force bad. works. Right. Yeah. Did we yeah. go on smugglers run again? We did. We literally went right through. <laughs> we, yeah. we made a Disney uh, genie plus reservation and we went right through. I think yeah. we were the only, weren't we the only ones or no, there were we two other people. There were two other people and they were very chill and they were like just you guys can be pilots we don't care we just we want to press the buttons we don't really give a shit you know um and they were really relaxed about it and uh that was neat but yeah i think getting that private photo shoot (laughs) was pretty cool 
And uh, like, you just got to hang around, Brad. You got to hang around in there. You're totally right on the ambiance. I think um, that made me want to stay at parks as late as possible because there is such a different vibe at night and mm-hmm. a lot less strollers uh, around mm-hmm. and screaming mm-hmm. children. And it is very nice. And it is like now the adults have come to play, you know, and uh, it feels good. Yeah. 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 If I could never do rope drop again, I would never do rope drop again, but I would always stay till closing midnight. That's like, that's my personal parks philosophy. But also listener, if you have not done Galaxy's Edge yet and you're like, when's the best time to go? What should I plan? I mean, like I, I would do like the, unless you really, 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 really want to ride Rise of the Resistance, then like, I think that's a really solid reason to rope drop. Cause that's like, you know, the first thing you want to get to, cause those lines are long, no matter what you do. But if you either have a restful day or you don't have anything planned the next morning, stay until the end of the day, hang around the Falcon. And if they're not busy over there, then you can be like, can I, or, or maybe the photo pass person will prompt like, well, you, would you guys like solo photos? Or would you guys like to do a photo shoot and always say yes. <laughs> um, because those photos turn out so cool. Um, and, and yeah, that was, that was a really, uh, fun, special, time there with a bunch of friends who also love star wars as much as i do so like yeah that was awesome honestly so cool we saw kylo ren um king uh such a king <laughs> right um yeah wow riding i mean riding rise of the distance with everybody was super cool too what is your number four brad um my number four is uh my strange addiction star tours uh, oh my god me too <laughs> wait you have also four star tours yeah i do <laughs> wow we're, we're we're gonna save some time here that's for sure Beautiful. Uh, riding star tours eight times at disneyland with you was such a joy and i think you and i became certified star tour stands and i can't believe we haven't done uh, a, a formal star tours episode which maybe we can do that the summer mm, but mm. that ride you know, I went on it as a kid and I remember like a little bit of the queue, but as an adult, I just, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Star Tours and it didn't help that when we went, we had the 35th anniversary going on. So Star Traders had all of the merch available Never got to that buy. jacket though. Yeah. What the heck? I don't know what happened My villain there. origin just story. just really flopped on the jacket. That's the only 35th anniversary merch that I don't own for Star Tours. I'm yeah. so upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine it's fine but that was we really wanted to do three by three and write it nine times we couldn't get on the ninth time on friday night right and that's on us next time next Next time we'll complete the 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 cycle but um writing it almost three times every day we were there was absolutely peak existence like we were absolutely like no offense to anyone else but we were absolutely having more fun than anyone else in the entire park <laughs> and i remember the second night we were you at know? disneyland it was so empty in the queue that we would literally get off run around back to the start yeah. of the queue get back on and we did that two times yeah it was amazing yeah it was amazing and that was after and- ogas too so we we had a little pretty big buzz going on we were a little we were a yeah. little, uh, intoxicated um and we were having a blast because <laughs> uh, our last time. ride we got kashik and naboo and i didn't even know kashik was an option for star tours and that was a joy the for noble you noble naboo crew yeah. um i remember you screaming when, when kashik came on the screen i remember I you being so like excited. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> then there was a lady we were taking a photo outside afterwards and there was a lady who was she goes like you guys made that really fun so i guess our group who was there we're like thank you 
I think she <laughs> meant that sincerely and not sarcastically either. I think she really I think meant she that. she meant it sincerely because, you know, you can go on Star Tours and like nobody's making any noise and it's like kind of boring because the ride is old. You know, like the ride is genuinely yeah. old. Yeah, totally. Like when you have people who are like really into it and like having a blast, it's fun. So that was that honestly just becoming a Star Tours stand. I mean, not that I wasn't a stand before, but it wasn't like, you know, an active stand. Like I loved the ride as a kid, but um, getting to ride it as adult with, again, with a bunch of Star Wars nerds who are just as enthusiastic about it as I am was just like absolute peak adult living. You know? And those last two rides were with uh, Courtney and uh, Charlotte and Caitlin from Sky Talkers. So we did it with friends yeah. and we were, we yeah. were so happy because <laughs> we had big groups and small yeah. groups of friends every time. And it was awesome. It was so yeah. cool. I'm just glad you and I stopped getting Exegol at one point. It was just like, yeah. you know, listen, it's a cool thing, but I'm the lightning is a little too much for me. And I, I don't want to the be Kef- there particularly. Right. <laughs> I want to be noble Naboo. The beer sequence is actually it's really awesome. cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I'll give the it that. The Exegol sequence, it just, it, it's like, go girl, give me nothing. And we only got crate one time on our first ride and we didn't get it the rest of the weekend. Um, but that first God ride we got. Just a little bit. Yeah, we got like, uh, yeah, we got Crate, which was awesome because the red dust everywhere is so cool. We were told new locations, right? Yeah, we are getting new locations. And uh, you know what? what? Not next year's Friends of the Fourth, but the 2025 Friends of the Fourth is going to happen after Celebration Japan, which means oh. we might be able to include Star Tours uh, Disneyland Tokyo on that list. Do they have Star Tours in Disneyland Tokyo? They do, yeah. Uh huh. Wow. Extra incentive for you to go with me. <laughs> do it. God do damn it. it. <laughs> I really do want to go. I really would love to eat some delicious oh, food. Um, I just hope they have some good merch at whatever stores. You're like, Star I don't Traders. care about the, the Star food. Tours. I'm here for it. The, <laughs> um, the Star Tours merch. Um, yeah, no, I would Specifically love to go. Specifically the Japan uh, Star Tours merch. I have to start Feels being good. able to read Japanese, though, just to, you know. Mm hmm get acquainted with the language anyway um still a little ways out we can we can figure it out later uh okay <laughs> do you want to go with your three or do you want me to go with my three uh you go with your three okay yeah. we're gonna blow up the beach oh yeah my number three i don't know i almost flipped three and four and put star tours above lego summer vacation but there was something about me thinking back to us just absolutely incessantly listening to that song <laughs> It was really bad, but like in a um, good way. <laughs> it was so much like we had so much absolute joyous, ridiculous fun um, with that special. <laughs> and the comedic- we genuinely. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And the comedic timing of when that song would play to you, because it just starts with like a. <laughs> and so like it could be like really quiet in the car and like it just that would start oh, playing. My car will like autoplay when, when it yeah. turns on it'll like pick up my my bluetooth and be like play whatever was i was playing at home or whatever and oftentimes it was just like oh brad okay let's put in the gps <laughs> <laughs> we're like okay i guess we're in party mode uh, now um yeah that that song was so much fun um doing the press for that and getting to talk to the executives behind that getting to watch it and just be like, Brad, this is actually so good. Not that we didn't think any differently of the ones prior, but like, I think this one is our favorite one. Um, both of us also our our, uh, our summer vacation goodies that, that Disney kindly sent Luke and Luke sent along to us. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I wear my Disney plus hat all the time 
And I also still have my beach ball blown up in my room. <laughs> I don't know where um, my beach ball it, is. I think it's at my parents' house. <laughs> I actually also have my Lego canister. Oh yeah, I do Wars see it on your shelf. Yeah. Yeah, my That's Lego awesome. stud. It's like a cookie jar, but I keep Star Wars stickers in it. <laughs> I'm jealous. You so, got a you got a Lego stud. I did not get one. You you got lucky. I'm sorry. It's because they probably could soon needed the gluten free. Nothing gluten. It's because they think you're a stud and I'm not. That's why. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, someone uh, had to say it. Conversation uh, off air, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, no, that was really so like so much fun. And also um, right after that time, I, I was like, wow, my car is not running well. It is really loud. I had to pay like a grand to get my, my mufflers on my car completely replaced. So Brad caught, I was really embarrassed to be driving my car. I was driving around <laughs> in a death machine and I didn't, I didn't even know it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, we're at any risk of blowing up, but it was, it was, a, I mean, it was a lot, it was the loudest car on the road and not because the music was turned up really high. You play Scarif Beach Party enough times, a car might blow up. <laughs> Literally the, the lyrics, we're okay. going to blow up the beach. Us we're going to blow up the car. In the parking, the, the uh, below ground parking garage. And it was just kept playing, even though like we couldn't figure out when to, like how to get out of there. <laughs> like, okay, I guess we're still going, we're exhausted and like still doing it. Mm. I just remember like sitting in my, in my in my bedroom floor, just like looking at the goodies and, and like <laughs> taking the silliest selfies. <laughs> I think the one you posted for time. my birthday or whatever of, uh, of me with the Lego character dictionary open with the sunglasses. on. <laughs> Such shill behavior. <laughs> uh, no, I already own that Lego dictionary. I mean, you know what? Maybe that makes it more shill behavior. <laughs> um, no, we like seriously, seriously such fun times. And I'm glad we got to like, Oh, the billboard, the billboard, Brad, on our way into Chicago. Yeah. Um, trying we to kept catch missing like, the, the, photo. the virtual bill to billboard. Um, seriously, such good memories. They make me so happy. Same with Star Tours. Those are, those are why mine are three and four there and kind of tied at the top. So yeah. Yeah. That's a good Iconic. one. Yeah. What's your three? Uh, my number three is we are all the Republic. Uh, getting to go to not only one, not only two, but three High Republic panels in the last Damn. 365 days. Damn. Uh, amazing. You know, we started okay. at Celebration Anaheim. I went to yeah. New York Comic Con yeah. High Republic yeah. panel. Then another yeah. one at Star Wars Celebration Europe. Like I've been everywhere to go to these Sick. goddamn panels. Basically Sick. covered like half the world to go to these panels, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> like one half of the globe. Uh, That's so the funny. High Republic has obviously been such a, uh, uh, a high interest to us since the pandemic. Mm. And it's what kept our love for Star Wars alive. Not that there wasn't anything to love, but it just reignited it in a new way that we could appreciate unlike before. And finally getting to be in a room last year of High Republic fans was incredible because we haven't we hadn't had that sort of panel yet. So it was the first time we were all together in one room. And then New York Comic Con was also very packed. But like this year at, at Europe, it was such a different energy because we had the Acolyte, we had um, phase two ending and phase three right on the horizon and getting reveals for that. And then to have Leslie Headland come out and show us the Acolyte trailer and reveal Vernestra Rowe. And, and in general, too, just the, the year of, of uh, news dropping every couple of weeks of who's in the Acolyte. And then finally getting that full cast announcement and being like, this is going to be the most goaded Star Wars show besides Andor right. that we've ever gotten. Uh, and it's true. Right. It's true. Yeah. I think we are in for something that we cannot even expect or explain 
because it is going to blow our freaking minds uh, in a way that we never thought was possible. And I think that's just simply incredible. And I'm so happy to have been to one, at least one of the High Republic panels with you, even though we yeah. were coming fresh off of a of, of our panel being ended we were, shortly. I think and, we were just confused about life at that yeah, moment. <laughs> but still, I think we were still like, oh, okay, Battle of Jedi, cool, cool, cool. Right, like we were still getting right. a little hype, you know? And So many cool announcements. There's nothing like being in that room and Christina Ariel on the stage and Michael Siglane and the authors coming out and hearing people get so excited in the crowd every time a new title gets announced. And everyone's like, oh my God. And, you know, a character gets mentioned and like who in the room shouts, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, every, everybody's got a favorite. Like every single character mm-hmm. you can name in the higher public, there will be one person who shouts in the audience that that's their favorite character, you know? And that's, that's pretty cool. And I love hearing those reactions in the crowd. There really is something to love for everybody. Right. In 2022, when that was like the first time that people had gotten together in that way about the higher public. Yeah. And that was really special just, just to be there um, and hear everybody clapping for these authors and hearing the announcements and the dank gracks, the dank gracks, right? Yeah. The, Close enough. I just, dank my favorite, gracks. maybe my, yeah, my favorite <laughs> thing from that was, was Daniel's like, I, I didn't get the art submitted in time. So here is my drawing of the dank gracks. Like, <laughs> For some reason that sticks in my mind as like a standout from that moment. But yeah, super cool. I wish I could have been at the other two, but alas, there will be more in the future. I'm going to drag you to New York Comic Con this year so we can go to the next High Republic panel at, at that convention. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. We'll see. Yeah. Money is an object, however. so. <laughs> but it's only an object in your mind. You got to, but you got to like stop encouraging me to buy stuff so I can like actually go to this. Your focus determines your reality, as Qui-Gon Jinn would say. Right, right. <laughs> this is the talk anyway. of somebody with credit card debt. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Let's move on to number two. Uh, number, number two. Number two. You go. Your, your turn. You, you, it's me, all you. you it's me, all you. You. Okay. Yeah. My number two is Andor. It's Andor. It's it's Andor and the Andor premiere. Ah. Uh, more more and more and more Andor and more and more. Okay. It's an Andor premiere. And it's an Andor premiere. So um, we have as we have talked about loved loved Andor so much like. Holy cow. Holy cow. Holy cow. Holy cow. So good. And I loved us watching the last episode together. Um, and me like absolutely freaking out at the band, the marching band. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing experience. Um, never thought in my, you know, lifetime, uh, Star Wars and marching <laughs> band in, would interact in that particular way. Um, just the music. Okay. Getting to interview Nicholas Bertel uh, as part of that round table, getting to ask him a question, my Super Bowl, one of the greatest moments, <laughs> like absolutely bonkers. Um, the time grappler, my King, a hero, a legend, an icon. I, I, we got to be in the room when the time grappler grappled at the end of premiere. Okay. And I was like ready to like stand up and be like, yes, because I, the, I love it. I love it so much. And like being invited to the premiere and actually being able to go to the premiere and, and enjoy that with um, the creatives and the cast and our fellow friends and fans of, of the show or of, you know, Star Wars and the show was just like such a, like such a bonkers opportunity. Like, I don't, I don't know how we got there. And I am so 
incredibly grateful that we were invited to to join in that and to sit where we sat and to be among other podcasters as well as other you know fans from costuming uh, costuming uh, clubs and and other fan um, outlets and stuff like that. What a crazy privilege! Like what a crazy privilege! And we got to do that together, Brad. And we um, we <laughs> jokingly we slept <laughs> under the Hollywood sign like, like in our hotel room. Um, I was just thinking um, that there. Yeah, it was on our wallpaper, and we were like, we were like, wow, we're really we took here. a picture yeah. with it. <laughs> um, but going, getting to go to like the Academy Museum too, and uh, we. Uh, getting to go to scum and villainy in and out the whole experience was just so magical. I'm so glad we got to do that. Next time we go back, we're going to the line friends store. We can buy BTS merch. It's cool. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) We were right there and we didn't do it and I feel foolish. It's fine. Um, but like that was awesome. That was so cool. Like just, just beyond my wildest imagination. And, uh, I'm really, 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 really grateful for that opportunity. So yeah. Thanks, Brad, for being there with me. I'm glad we got to do that together. It was like a super friendship moment. I remember receiving that email and like, we just lost our minds. I like, I was like, uh, I was like- drop everything you're doing, take out your credit card and buy a flight right now. Cause we had like a two week notice, like a two or crazy. three week notice. And that was just like the, this is actually my number one. So I'll talk about it a little bit right here. Okay. Uh, like quickest turnaround of a trip that I've ever done. Like where I just kind of yeah. said, fuck it, let's do it. You know, like fly across the country to California. Like who does that? Who does that? And right. the delirious feeling of getting to LAX at, at midnight 1 or 1230, trying to find where you were landing and then hitching an Uber together so that we could get to our hotel. And I still think we didn't even get to sleep until like one or two in the morning. And gosh, that was so fun it was like kind of that moment too where we're like both in our beds and the lights are off but like we keep talking to each other because like like when you're at a sleepover and it's <laughs> right, like right. okay like when are we actually gonna fall asleep or are we just gonna like keep like going like, back and forth crazy, yeah <laughs> right right uh and then yeah. getting up the next morning and getting breakfast with other friends and uh yeah the academy museum yes. getting to see the the screen used r2 and, and c3po i believe the screen oh my used. gosh uh, yeah and yeah. that was just incredible and getting to see the oscar for star wars in its uh, yeah. display case, the one that was one for uh, visual effects, I believe. So, so many core memories and the El Capitan and, and, and not realizing, I guess, who was at that premiere and, and, and you know, Diego and, and Tony coming out on stage and being like, oh shit. And then they start naming off everybody in the audience and who was on the show, including the cast. And they're like, Kathleen Kennedy. And I look behind me and she's like five rows behind us and she stands up. And I'm like, that's the closest to Kathleen Kennedy that I'll ever be in my life. Uh, it's like, it's, it's one like of those wild. moments where you're like, oh my God, we're, we're, we're too close. We're too yeah. close. There needs to be a certain <laughs> amount of separation, but you know, yeah. between, between us and, and, and them and there's not. <laughs> and I just think it's so cool that we got to, again, like making up for the Kenobi of it all that we didn't get to go to the premiere of Kenobi at Celebration and, and see it on the big screen, but getting to see Andor in its entirety and hearing the sound and that intro. I remember when that intro started, I like looked over at you and I was like, Oh my God. Oh, yeah. This is different. You know, and you yeah. could feel it in the room. People just being like, what's yeah. going on? And this music's incredible. And like, I can't believe what we're watching. We're watching Cassie and Andor on the screen again. Oh my God. It was, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And, um, you know, I'm just going to put it out in the universe manifesting that maybe that's not the last time we get to go to an Andor premiere. That's all I'm saying is 
manifesting it into the in, into the universe. And if it's the last the time, that's totally okay. That's okay. That's totally okay too. Because yeah. I'm so humbled to, that we even got invited one time. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. You know. And if if season two is in the books for us, maybe then that's that's cool too. I'll go again. And I, I will happily <laughs> be there. So I I love that show. It's honestly. Andor is one of my favorite things in Star Wars ever. Like it is, it is just an obsession for me and I, I cherish it and I can't wait to do a rewatch at some point. Yeah. I was just thinking about the episodes as you were talking about that and I'm like, Oh man, I could watch it all again today. Like, Oh, so good. Um, yeah. I, and we also got to like say, like wave hello to Janina Gavankar who yeah. I, I think I teared up after that because I missed meeting her in 2019 and I love Aiden like a lot and Janina is just like a really pure soul. So, um, getting to, you know, say hello to her and just be like, I love your work, you know, and then mm-hmm. keep going on. And, um, yeah. Wow. I mean, just what, what an opportunity for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. That brings me to my number one, if that's okay. Uh, you yeah, absolutely. Guessed. My greatest moment of my life. Um, <laughs> meeting Kelly Marie Tran um <laughs> you know I really could have put any of these moments at number one genuinely um but there is something about uh meeting Kelly Marie Tran that just uh shines <laughs> shines above for me and uh I I've loved Rose so much since the moment that we saw her in in the the movie and just like seeing her the first moment we get with her be a moment where she's grieving and that she is working through that and where she's crying. And I was immediately like, Oh, I love her. I love her. I would do anything for her. Um, she's me. Uh, you know, she is the kind of person that I would be in star Wars. Um, and I was just immediately endeared to her. And I love, I- <laughs> obviously we know what happened to Rosico like within the internet discourse. And I think everybody's wrong on that. I think they're fools. Rosico is the best Star Wars character. Um, and I never, I never, ever, 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 ever genuinely thought that Colin Tran would show up to a celebration, um, because of all, everything that happened. And, and I would have respected that decision, you know, to my, to my dying day, honestly. Um, and I had, been able to give one of my Rose Tico defense squad buttons to Ryan Johnson. And I always have held one back. I was like, if I ever meet Kelly, I'm giving her one. And then they announced her for celebration 2022. And I was like, this is it. This is my time. And I bought those and I freaked out about it. And I was like, holy crap, this isn't happening. It is happening. Oh my God. Um, and she was just as kind and as lovely and as generous as you would hope on your wildest dreams that she would be and we accidentally matched in our photo which is my favorite thing in the whole world um and then she knew getting she, she knew. knew the super yaki shirts existed because she has wow. one wow yeah uh, so yeah. she's like i gotta wear yellow to to match the the yeah, be nicer was, to well, kelly marie tran you jags shirt it worked. Yeah. Um, so, so I was just like over the moon, happy after that photo. Um, and then getting for her to autograph it later and just getting to talk to her for a second and give her my button and, um, was just about the best time, you know, best like minute and a half of my life ever. She was just so kind and so generous. And, um, 
you know, it, it's, I've said this a thousand times, but like never meet your heroes unless your heroes are Ryan Johnson and Kelly Marie Tran, because if you do, like they're just as lovely as you would expect or hope. Um, and I mean that, like, I really mean that, uh, just like, so cool. So cool. So cool. I want to be her friend. Cause I just probably think she's fun to have game night with. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful for her presence in the star war. I'm grateful for her optimism, uh, as a person and like, she really, really inspires me. So yeah, she's my number one. Kelly Marie Tram. That's it. And I'm going to go cry in my corner. <laughs> Thanks for letting me be on my soapbox about how much I love her. I'm going to go cry now. <laughs> I love her so much. She is honestly just, um, such a bright spot for fans, uh, for the fandom. And I think, uh, Rose Tico as a character is, it represents everything, all the good in star Wars, right? Like everything that we want characters to embody, she embodies and not fighting what you hate, but saving what you love, I think is as important of a star Wars quote as it gets that, that is Mm -hmm. not only a good star Wars quote, but a good real life quote, like a good quote to live by and, and die by That's, how we should be leading our lives each and every day. And, uh, it's beautiful. Um, I mentioned my number one. Um, I didn't get to my number two, but I will kind of, I think it might be like a good one to wrap up on since I, I yeah, sort of skipped ahead one, um, which my was, bad. uh, what about celebration? You've already had it. We've had one. Yes. But what about a second celebration? Uh, that's a Lord <laughs> of the Rings reference. Uh, but in all seriousness, just both celebrations. It was kind of wild to think that, uh, oh my gosh, I have to fit two celebrations worth of, of memories into one friends of the fourth episode. Like how is that possible? That was kind of sick and twisted. Of them, honestly, <laughs> how did they give they us no, not to do that to you. Two celebrations, 11 months apart, uh, kind of wild. And I kind of can't believe that celebration in Europe actually happened. It, it feels kind of bizarre to me. It, it feels like a fever dream of sorts. Like I was in another country, another continent for a week. Okay, I guess. And then I went on a plane and I was in another place after that back in my home. It's so weird. Flying is so <laughs> yeah. weird uh, across the ocean. But last year specifically being my first celebration uh, as, a, as a podcaster and having this new revitalized love for the franchise, getting to host a panel, meeting listeners, hanging out with you. And uh, I also mentioned the Mandalorian experience. And then, you know, this year doing it all again. And um, it was a bummer that you weren't there. Like I was really weird missing my other half, not your fault at all, but it was so weird. I was like, gosh, I wish Sarah was here. I wish we could like be doing podcast things together and taking photos. And, um, you know, hopefully that's in the cards for us at, at Japan. But I think, uh, I'm just uh, eternally grateful that still having a great experience. And I think that's like a testament to, um, you know, the connections that I've like built in the fandom and that I'm very thankful yeah. for and the friendships that yeah. I've made along the way. And I was just really feeling that this year that like, Oh, like even if I'm on my own, like I can still see people and say hi to people and like people will say hi to me too. And it felt really good that even though I, I thought I was going to be alone, the celebration that I actually was like not alone at all. <laughs> and that was really heartwarming for me. And it made the trip even easier and uh, more worthwhile and, and like getting to room with Ian um as well he was just so awesome and we had a great time together doing tons of fun stuff and i'm very thankful for him and yeah it was just like it was still a great celebration and i'm happy i got to do it twice in 11 months that's crazy how did i afford that spoiler alert i didn't um but (laughs) yeah anyways sorry to get like kind of like emo there for a second but um yeah and i'm excited i literally just got up my whole soapbox about a single person who i met for (laughs) a single minute 
I think I, I think like to like wrap up there is just again like the 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 community that has been formed not just from mm-hmm. this podcast but as mm-hmm. a Star Wars community as a whole and um, how you can make friends through this fandom even if it's online and then when you finally get to meet those people in person whether it's for the first time or the second time it feels like you feel close like you're like we have right. this shared connection and uh, of our love of a thing and that is pretty cool that you can create community from that just from a simple joy of something like star wars uh this fictional galaxy that we are now celebrating on a fictional holiday that sounds like a pun (laughs) to put really to really get a uh you know put it in a circle here and 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 bring it to the front uh put a nice bow on it you know friends of the fourth may the may the fourth happy may the fourth everybody May happy May the fourth to you, Brad. Happy May the fourth to you, Sarah. To you, to Brad. You. And to I'm, you, you the know, listener. Lo- looking back at this year, <laughs> most of most of these are not, if not you know, all of these are pretty much like all experiences that we have. Yeah, they're not necessarily something that happened in the Star Wars, although that's clearly like a, a huge piece of what we're, we've been talking about. But it's it's been all about the community. It's been all about friendship. It's been all about getting together with other people. And connecting over this thing that we love even more than the thing we love itself and and i and think that's, that's the point yeah that is the that point and i think it's point, so yeah. special like i think it's so special and i'm so grateful that like you know we have the opportunity to do this and that we continue to do this despite you know um how many episodes in a time period or how little episodes in a time period we're putting out or you know when things get put out or what we're talking about like i'm so grateful that we just do this because i it, for me like it's a it's a great opportunity to just like always connect with you and and i'm i'm grateful to have conversations with you um cuz i really value your friendship actually believe it or not Aww. you mean a lot to me thanks for being my pal um and but like also are like the fact that people want to tune in and listen to us and care, or at least want to join in on the conversation about what we have to say, like that means a ton to me. And so if we've ever met up because of the podcast, thank you. Like I'm, I'm, I know I've said this multiple times before, but I'm just so full of gratitude. And I think that looking back at this past year, it really, it really just shows how much I have to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm yeah. going to go cry in my corner now. I'm going to go cry in my corner <laughs> now. I'm going to cry in the corner actually this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, Honestly. I'm, I'm grateful for your, your friendship and it's uh, every year as we reflect on our last year, um, it's still crazy to me that we like met happen chance and just like somehow we're here it's like the greatest, <laughs> with all of these the shared experiences. Like how the, how the fuck does that happen? That's insane to me. Um, it's hard not only to start a Star Wars podcast, but also to do a Star Wars podcast with somebody who shares a single brain cell and i think there are few of those where really like it's just like it's hard to find that person that's like this is the person i trust to like do this with you know and to like open up and 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 share these opinions with you know and yeah yeah what what a what a great what a great year in star wars uh crazy to come up with this list because i was like i don't know how i'm gonna do this when i sat down to do it i was like i, I can't do it um and that's why we have a rapid fire honorable mention oh, section here because there transition. are just there are just some that we can't leave off the oh, list wow. so we are oh, wow. hitting the two hour mark here we still got some listener feedback to get through so let's just rapid fire these off a couple of yeah. them i don't know how many you have i have a couple but um let's 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 get through them let's okay. let's Return of the Jedi in concert at the CSO, July 1st, 2022, the day I completed my original trilogy in concert with the symphony orchestra being played live, which I started all the way back in 2016. So now I've completed the entire original trilogy. 
sequel trilogies next, baby. Let's go. Hell yeah. Uh, I have Jedi Survivor. Uh, and that just Ooh. got in. I was like, we have to mention it this you know year what? because it, it, it's You're a gonna week You're going to have to bring before. it back up next year too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Jedi Survivor. We, it's the dates it's are a little bit It's on the cusp, mushy. you know? Yeah. yeah. It's on the cusp. Um, we had the opportunity to do so many interviews and I love talking to people and I'm like so gratified that we like people want to talk to us as well or like willing to give up an hour of their time. But a special thanks to Myrna Velasco for making our remembering resistance. So awesome. Like getting, getting to talk to her was so cool. It was so cool. Um, she's yeah. so lovely and nice. Um, and we love doing remembering resistance. So that was so special. And also our, uh, outdoor picnic interview with Mike Chen, um, on brotherhood. Uh, I I'm really grateful for that one as well. So that was amazing. Because when, when do you ever do like an outdoor on the grass picnic interview in the middle of a star Wars convention with an author talking about a great book? Like, I, I don't know how many people have had picnic Wilds. interviews in yes. the sense that like we were, you know, <laughs> we were really trying to be uh, conscious of COVID and things. So we decided to do it outdoors and um, apart from one another. And, and I think that was great, but he's super cool. So yeah. cool. Yeah, we got to do our first two in-person interviews last year with with Adam Christopher yeah. and, and Mike wow. Chen, like two days in a row. That was like incredible. Uh, and it's it's as fun in person as it is over Zoom. Uh, I had yeah. a remembering resistance as well and uh, specifically getting to talk to another Doza because we yes. started all of our resistance, like remembering resistance. The very first episode was with Tasia Valenza, who is Vanessa Doza. And then last year to add another Doza to that list. So uh Jason Hightower, I'm looking at you, man. Come on, you're, the pod. You are please. our last Doza that we are missing from the Doza trifecta. <laughs> Come on, the pod. We need to talk to Emmanuel Doza himself. Wait, respectfully asking. You're respectfully <laughs> asking. Anyway, um, my next one is I broke my rule twice this Uh-oh. past year and she that did. rule is to buy Funko Pops and I not buy Funko Pops is the rule not buy Funko Pops yes. it's, it's about buying Funko Pops and that's that yeah. I don't do it but I did it twice <laughs> this past year and I only did it because we got a Padme in her this is how Liberty dies outfit which is my favorite outfit that she wears by a mile it's the best one you guys and I needed that and then also uh the is it he's he flocked yes the he flocked is flocked yeah Pop. yeah um I, I had to turn around and look at him. Um, but yeah, I, I love them. I, I love them. I have them out on my shelf here. Loves of my life. I'm glad I bought them. I would have regretted it otherwise, but I won't break my rule for many other characters. So who is a character that you will break the rule for next? If, if the opportunity comes up. Bail Organa. <laughs> what about Mom Mothma? What about Mom Mothma? Would you break the rule for Mothma? Depends on the outfit. Time really Grappler, Time Grappler, Funko Pop. Time, Time Grappler, yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. See Call that that, that actually leads me to my next honorable mention, which oh. is collecting with purpose. Because <laughs> I had the tendency during the pandemic to just buy everything, and yeah. um, I still do that. To be clear, to be very clear, yeah. Um, but talking V ninety four, Brandon, he mentioned this recently, like this idea of like collecting with purpose, and I think that is like such a really great way to uh be a merchandise or collector in star wars or like in any fandom really like collect with a purpose and specifically for things that maybe fit a particular niche or interest of yours rather than just collecting everything for the sake of collecting everything right yeah like i have an entire shelf that's just dedicated to dj rex because there is not much dj rex merch but for the Wait, merch I that I do have, DJ Rex show. is right up here. Is right up here. I got the Star Tours one that oh, was two hundred dollars oh. or two or three hundred dollars. I see it now, guys. DJ Rex Funko Pop Power of the Force figure. 
a DJ Rex Black series that I just bought. I collect that wow. shelf with purpose. And uh, wow. this year I made my first purchases from Regal Robot. I bought some of their archive collection uh, maquettes. I bought the Tauntaun. I bought the Max Rebo maquette. Guys, and I you know how baby, much those cost. <laughs> I, I bought the Grogu maquette. Uh, it, it's in the thousands, folks, how much I've spent at Regal Robot. But I admire the quality of their work and what they stand for and what they do. And I would rather give them my money than like a giant corporation like Funko, you know, like right, right, right. collecting with a purpose and um, fan merch, especially getting to go to celebration and getting swag from people that doesn't cost anything, but it's like collecting with a purpose, things that you want, um, stickers and, and buttons that mean a lot to you. And I think that's just a valuable lesson to live by uh, as a collector in Star Wars. It's just like, get the things that you love. And for you, like you are very select- selective with your Funko Pops. But I right. think that's what makes the ones you do have so special. Right. Yeah. For me, um, I, I really try and, and choose what I'd like to have in my collection. Anything Rostico will I'll look into, you know, Padme in that one specific outfit I'm really interested in. So stuff like that, um, uh, Tarful, Kersantan, those stuff. And I don't even get everything from those things. I only really get the things that I really want or feel that I need to add to my collection. Um, and I try and stay that way, even though now that I've really fallen into the BTS capitalism trap, it's okay. We're not worrying about it. Um, but like, I'm like, okay, I'll only collect Hobie, you know, and his photo cards and that sort of stuff. But I do collect a lot of other stuff as well. Um, yeah, I collect with a purpose. I'm right there with you on that. Um, my last one is just Jimmy Smits. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Smits. Nothing else needs to be Jimmy said. Honestly, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, and I'll make my last one a very self-explanatory one. Genevieve O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah. I love how we ended with like the two leaders of the rebellion. (laughs) Amen. It's a perfect uh, way to cap off our favorite memories of the last year, which then now leaves us with you, the listener. Uh, Here are the ones that you shared with us. So we have some uh, that were emailed, uh, one that was emailed, a couple DMs and uh, some replies to our Twitter posts. So I'm going to start with one from uh, our listener, Alan. And Alan said, my favorite Star Wars memory is from Celebration Anaheim. It was my first year going. Only had tickets for Saturday. My big goal was going to a book signing with Claudia Gray. The Mysterious yeah. Galaxy booth was located inside the Celebration store, and I didn't realize just how busy the line would be first thing in the morning. Uh, actually, in the last moments, Claudia had to leave 30 minutes early. Somehow, the force provided me, and I managed to be one of the last people that day to get a copy of The Fallen Star signed. It also meant a lot that I got to tell her just how important the higher public works were to a queer fan. And I wow. think that that, you know, speaking of being at Mysterious Galaxy, the galaxy works in mysterious ways. The fact that you were able to get that book signing at the last second is incredible. And uh, it makes that memory even more cherishable. Like you, you snuck in there at the last second and that's awesome. And uh, yeah, the higher public is, has been great for queer fans and it's meant a lot. And yeah, I think that's I'm, a beautiful I'm thing right there. I'm right yeah. there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And I want to jump right off that with Harvey's comment at TDD books wrote, uh, my favorite memory really has to be meeting all the inspiring authors at celebration. They were all so kind and giving me authorly advice, but the whole day that really cemented a feeling of family and fanned the flames of enjoyment again for every star Wars project. Yes. Hell yeah. Is my response to that. I yes. love that. I love that. <laughs> I love authors uh, so much, uh, because 
they are often just regular old folks, real people, you know, sometimes they do it full time. Sometimes it's just their day job. And, uh, either way, they're just so lovely to connect with. Um, and yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of authors. Authors are my, my biggest celebrities heroes, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I love how they just are able to interact with us so often. Uh, it, it warms my heart and getting to say hi to them at celebration. Like, oh gosh, it makes me so happy every single time. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enough said there. Uh, our next one is from Chris Vint. Uh, his would be meeting James Arnold Taylor at Star Wars Celebration. Ah. Uh, I've always adored Obi-Wan and his portrayal of him in the Clone Wars it was exceptional. I missed meeting him in 2017 as I was at another convention and I was lucky to meet him this year. Uh, I had him originally booked for Monday and moved it to Saturday. I'm glad I did as he was ill on Monday and I would have been devastated if I didn't meet him. He was so lovely to chat to, and I mentioned his podcast, which he said he'd be bringing back soon, and he appreciated me mentioning it. I got a photo with him, uh, put it on my Instagram, and Star Wars Celebration put it on their story. I met so many uh, celebrities that weekend, all lovely, but he had the high ground. (laughs) How do I top (laughs) this memory now? (laughs) Actually having a conversation, this is to my earlier point of why autographs are just so much more valuable, because like Chris, you wouldn't have gotten that experience probably if you just had a photo op, you know, so. um. Yeah, I'm so happy you you managed to to, to get him in time. Um, our next one is from Alex Kane. Alex J. Kane. Um, it was great a year for stories. But it, pardon me, I'm gonna go again. It was a great year for stories between Andor and Shadow of the Sith and so on. But waking up to the news that Ridley was back as Rey is my favorite Star Wars moment of the year. I never uh, thought that her story was over, and I'm glad we don't have to wait decades to see her again. Do you know what? I feel the same way. I'm glad that we don't have to wait decades to see her again too, and like. I hope that the story is brilliantly told at the end of the day. That is how I feel. Absolutely. Ah, again, Daisy Ridley is getting a paycheck from Disney. Yes. Also, but just so many great stories, as you mentioned, Alex Andor, shadow of the Sith, all the books we read, uh, you know, we enjoyed bad batch. We didn't mention that, but we actually really enjoyed that this year. There's been so much. There's been so much to to dive into. Uh, Our next one here is from Sophia at fan of shield. She said, this past year has been a joy uh, and or specifically the, the one way out episode uh, has been the highlight for sure. But in December, I got into the High Republic. Hell yeah. I love hearing that. Uh, have yes. read all the books and comics. Oh, yes. Also love hearing that uh, that are out from phase one to now. And that's been, quote, the moment. Mind blown. Amen. emoji, Hearts. Eye Amen. Emoji. Sophia, welcome aboard. High Republic fellow Stan. We are all one with the force for light and life. Let's go for light and life i am just want to quickly apologize to anybody who i ranted at about the high republic and how good it is at celebration because i am so (laughs) sorry do not ask me for my high republic opinions because i will give you a four-hour lecture on why it's great yeah but also sorry not sorry kind of we literally have hours upon hours of Andor, or not Andor, now I'm thinking about Andor, uh, of Higher Public Podcast and Andor Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just like got about us just being like, this is the greatest thing to ever happen. Yeah. People being like, I listened to their three hour episode on Midnight Horizon I'm and so I'm like, sorry. why did you do that to yourself? But also they liked it. So that was great. You know what? Like, I, that's why we talked about it for three hours because we also liked it. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. We have some more from Travis. The monologues of Andor. Oh, right. 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 Can't beat them. Got to do a rewatch ASAP. ASAP. Um, so we have Joe Brennan who says as, as soon as it, we cut to Alderaan in the Obi-Wan Kenobi 
a show. I knew we would see Jimmy Smith's as Bail Organa, but I still was so excited. That's a little bit of a paraphrase there. But yes, Joel says uh, Obi-Wan telling Leia about her parents and how she encapsulates both Anakin and Padme. Um, Levi said, the, I'm, I'm reading this backwards. They're all responding to each other, but I'm reading it from the latest response. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Levi says the Kenobi series was just narrowly beating out some of those moments uh, from Andor for me. Such a thrill to see Ewan and Hayden back again and getting little Leia. As we all know, I sobbed. So like absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Oh my gosh, um, the Ewan seeing... and Hayden press tour was so good too. Yes. It was amazing. Ewan, uh, Between... Hayden getting interviewed by that kid and they, they lightsaber fight. And we watched so that in line for the uh, the Guardians ride at, at Disneyland. Yeah. We were like freaking out. Oh, so good. So good. So, so good. And good. also just getting to see Alderaan and Bale and Breha and all, all of the moments in that show are just so emotional and lovely. I'm right there with all you guys. I, amen. 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 <laughs> um, and then we have Astro Droid who has given themselves a little bit of a... Um, blocking out of different kinds. So a personal moment was taking a voyage on the Halcyon. Have we talked about this? Look, Astrodrite, come back into the the Discord and tell us all about your adventure, please. Uh, For media, it was Obi-Wan telling Leia about the Force and for merch, Star Tours poster. Hello? Star Tours poster? I want to see this. Astrodroid, send us the, send us the photos unless I missed it already. Our friend. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. It's Brian. I'm going to call you up by name and not just, not just, not just by handle. Brian, please give us all the cool information. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know more, please. Uh, that's awesome. I, I love that. Honestly. Um, and our last one here actually is from hope, uh, hope Molinex from, uh, J guys and Jedi. Uh, good to hear from you, hope. And uh, she said, hello, hope. the, uh, she said for your May the fourth record, happy star Wars day. My friends, uh, the bad batch episode, the crossing was something so deeply personal that affected me on a level I wasn't expecting. We had so many mm. great series uh, from Obi-Wan Kenobi to Andor that were fantastic television. But this one particular episode for Bad Batch hit me in the heart, leaving me in tears over my morning coffee. Uh, mm. Representation is such a powerful thing in media we consume. While there have been strides in representation for LGBTQIA and BIPOC people, uh, there are other groups still severely underrepresented having it confirmed on screen that tech was neurodivergent was a standout moment of star wars uh, representation that should be celebrated it was so personal and one of my unforgettable moments from the last year also the return of ahmed best was amazing as a fan of yes. jedi temple challenge and of best yes. that was a, a moment of triumph where it felt like for a day the fandom came together and celebrated fingers crossed that means we get more jedi temple challenge i agree hope uh here's to the next year brad and sarah we're moving into the year of our force lord nubs and his rule of supremacy happy (laughs) may the fourth my friends oh Oh, thank you for your message hope i i agree with uh, like literally every single thing that you've said there um my gosh yeah super super important episode such great stories and we love nubs can we please uh (laughs) pour one out for tech here on our may the fourth episode and um don't get me started and also cheers to ahmed best as well for being a king of all kings uh truly the best (laughs) so yeah yeah what a great one to end on honestly i i think that's that's perfect and i i love hearing from everybody and what their favorite moments was because again Star Wars is a pizza and we all love different flavors and types of pizza and hearing everybody share what they love the most, whether it is personal or related to the franchise and a story that they saw is so wonderful because Mm. at the end of the day, we just approach it 
all from our, our own lived experiences. And that, that's why we come together. Like, again, it's not, uh, it's for the joy of sharing that with other people, I think truly. Um, and that's why things like star Wars Twitter exists for good and bad. You know, it's like, we all want to come together as a collective fandom and, and experience these stories, uh, together. And that is so cool that we get to do this mm-hmm. on a podcast and, and do that and continue it. Yes. Yeah. So thank you all for submitting your favorite memories. We really appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to our, our favorites of the last 365 days in star Wars. And here's to May the 4th, 2024. I, I know it will be the fifth one next year, but it's kind of cool. We're in 2024, May the 4th, may the 4th be with you 24. You know, it's like, maybe we can keep doing the four thing next year. I don't know. Maybe well, we got to retire the bit. Like- <laughs> No, we, we can never. No, you and I retiring a bit. It's not happening. Um, we can be like, it's, it's the fifth, fourth. Maybe we got to do our, our, our revenge of the fifth episode next year. Switch it up on the people, switch it up on the yeah. folks. They'll n- never let them guess your next. Move. Oh my gosh. That's the plan. Yeah. That's definitely the plan. Quick question. Is there anything that you're excited for this year uh, in the next 365 days? The one thing that you can't, you're, you're, you can't wait for. Oh my God. Um, do we know when the accolade is premiering? It could be within the next 365 days. It could be April next year. Okay. So I'm just going to say the accolade, but I am also going to say, cause we don't know what date the accolade is happening. We know when phase three of the high Republic is returning. Yeah. That's gotta be it because I've really enjoyed going back to phase two, but I am really liking meeting new characters and getting these new stories in an earlier time period. But I am very much looking forward to getting back with our, our gal and our guy, Avar and Elzar and is Buriaga alive? Don't think your cursed thought, Brad, don't say it on the podcast that people do not need to know that that's horrible thing that you thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I need to know how is Belle doing? How is everybody doing? Um, what's Chancellor Lena so thinking right now? I, I have a lot of oh questions and I've been waiting for a long time and I would like to know. And there's a year late. It's a year later after phase one too. There's been a so year been time. A yeah. Yeah. It's I'm wild. I'm looking forward to how they will crush my heart. <laughs> it's wild to think the next, the next High Republic book we read from Del Rey will feature Elzar Mann. Like, shut up. And Shut Avar up. Chris, like how, how is Shut that happening? Up. We're so close. We're so close. Yeah. Will he be anyway. nude? Anyways. Oh my God. We'll find out. At the beginning of the episode and at the end of the episode, I know. Brad. I love a good book ending of Elzar Man, but. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your thing, Brad, that you're really excited about? And you better uh, not say Elzar Man's butt. Please, no, I was going to say that. It's also the, also the High Republic as well. Um, so no, I, I'm, I'm very, very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes so much uh, to look forward to but uh but yeah i know i enough about elzar man uh being completely bare um right if you mm-hmm. can't bear Please. with us any longer though go check oh, us out on our socials and then this episode <laughs> uh <laughs> we are on oh, all boy. socials twitter instagram youtube you name it and if you enjoyed the episode leave us a five-star rating let us know what you liked helps other folks find the show and subscribe to the podcast so our new episodes Drop right in your feed. We have three book discussions coming up besides what dropped today, uh, which includes uh, Young Jedi Adventures, and we have a Visions episode coming up. We have three book discussions to get through uh, until we go on a, a massive 
High Republic hiatus until the fall. So stay tuned for those coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll have lots of other fun stuff in the meantime, though. So there are reasons to stick around, I hope. Um, We'll definitely be here talking about all sorts of fun Star Wars things. But and thank you so much to our patrons on our Patreon who help make the show happen every week and make sure that we get to come back and do the silly stuff as well. So thank you to Ben, Brian, Cheryl, Clay, Deborah, Dylan, D. Sizzle, Emma, Huang, Jennifer, Katie, Knights of Ren, Leanne, Levi, Lucy, Lindsay, Matthew, Rob, Saber Bouquet, Santa, Skytalker, Stephen, Tom, and Travis. Thank you all so much. And to every single person who either submitted a response or is listening and thinking about their favorite Star Wars memories as well. Thank you so much. We appreciate you a lot. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're hydrated. Um, and hopefully you are staying healthy and um, uh, not full of sneezy allergens like me. <laughs> it's allergy season, okay? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, everybody, please stay hydrated this Star Wars day. Seriously, we mean it. And also check your credit card statement. Make sure your purchases haven't gone too overboard. <laughs> I mean it. And if your bank asks you, did you make this purchase? You better you better text them back quick before they shut that card off. You don't want to miss those mugs. Trust me. Brad speaks from experience. (laughs) (laughs) That's all for this episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, may the fourth be with you always. Bye-bye.